This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. She's the one. Free Palestine. Free TK. Jesus. R.I.P. Betty White. She ain't dead before when she died because I know oh, it's coming up. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you better praise God or I'm a shooting that's on God. I ain't playing by my Lord and Savior. I'm on my job. If you ain't a Christian, I'ma stab you in the face. If it ain't about Jesus, I'ma hit you with this case. Zach, you ready? Highlights. Fam. <laughs> Fam. <laughs> nigga said she ain't dead, but that's when she died. Because I know it's coming up. Ayo, man. Uh, y'all already know how it's going down. If y'all follow us on any socials, y'all know what today is. But if you don't know, we're going to get to it, man. First, let me welcome everybody back, ladies and gentlemen, to This Week in Culture, episode 50. 50. This ain't just 50 of them things. Today is also a special day. It's the one-year anniversary of the culture, baby. 50. F50. A.K.A. Ferrari. Ferrari. Oh, my God. Dog, I'm hype. I don't even want to talk about that. I just want to be lit. Uh, yeah, man. Welcome back. Episode 50. I'm your host, Ann Wood, A.K.A. Trinidad, and A.K.A. Uh, Aunt Fiel Sadiq, because it's our anniversary, and I got my dog with me. Jay, what up? What's popping? This is uh, this is one year in for, for this week in culture. I just did the three year for Shop Talk. Man, it's anniversary season man, around this It's definitely anniversary season, man, and uh. If you can't tell, if y'all see us on the video, if y'all start hearing us slurring in about 10 minutes on the audio, that's because the 40 God is in the building for the one-year anniversary. I had to bring us back, dog. For sure, for sure. And, oh, you uh, got the highlight pulled up? And I'd be, to be perfectly honest, I have never in my life drunk a 40 if Ant wasn't standing right there. And hey, 40 God, man. I'm here to bless all. And he got some Miller highlight for me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So the, the, the Miller highlight is back in town. Man, this is a Tuesday service. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh man, what's been popping, my dog? Brother? Man, it, it felt like it's been longer than a week's. Oh my I'm god! Geeking. Oh, we also got some video visuals this week. So yeah, man, we you know get y'all a little bit of that live action, so man. Shout out to video. everybody who be wanting live footage. We giving it to y'all. Yeah, y'all yeah. can see your boys. Y'all can see we really drinking these forties. They not just props. You feel me? That Saint I. Shout out to Bone Thug. Shout out to Cleveland. Shout out to L.A. Shout out to Nate Dog. Oh, I grabbed the high gravity joint. My God, man! This bitch uh, say August nineteen nineteen. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know what that means. That means drink up, man. Uh, dog. So if y'all can't tell, we don't got nothing for y'all for real because ain't nothing going on right now. Ain't no power. Ain't no insecure. Power don't come back till August. Insecure don't come back till I'm 36. <laughs> um, I tell you what, though. Uh, I have watched the trailer mm-hmm. for Queen and Slim Yeah, yeah, yeah. 17 times. So if y'all don't know, uh, Queen and Slim is that's a Lena Wave joint, right? Or is, is she like producing it? I don't know if she yeah, directing or producing. Either way, Lena Wave is involved. Um, but it's starring Daniel Dog from Get Out. From all oh. who bodying everything he in. Like Dog is a really good actor, man. I, I promise you. But it's starring him. And pardon me for not knowing Shorty's name. That's uh, opposite of him in a film, but. They on some black Bonnie and Clyde, man. They yeah. get a short story or a long story short. They get pulled over in the trailer. Did he had it? He ain't had nothing on him. They just got pulled over. But the officer kind of got a little bit handsy, a little bit racy. And uh, Daniel pulled the strap out. He snatched the officer's gun. And next thing you know, hey, pop, pop, pop. I, li- I, I mean, it's a, 
where do I start? Like, do we do? A and re- they go on the <laughs> run, dog. We giving y'all the trailer review right Man, now. We about to review of the trailer. Oh, uh, we should have had a green screen right now for everybody who ain't seen it. We are gonna get that to y'all. Don't I mean, I, I'm gonna throw it in this video. Mm. Um, but like, fam, I'm so here for movies that are not the typical. Yeah. Like all this movie, we gonna be sad yeah. because the cop killed the black person yeah. and shit. Like. Like thug, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yep, I'm saying? Like yep. we all mad. Like I'm so here for something that's a little bit different. And the super duper duper hard line. It was like, man, as long as my woman remembers me finally, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And Ooh. what else? What other bar did he drop? My man Breeze just posted it in the group. He dropped that bar about uh, I think they was talking about her having his kid or something like that. Hold up, or his legacy, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me find that legacy bar real quick. My man Breeze just dropped. Shout out to Breeze. Do 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 do. I mean, things change over time. What you what you what you value change over time, man. That's a fact. That's a fact. He said, as long as my lady remembers me fondly. Woo! Oh, here but, you uh, go. I'm, I'm here for it, man. He told her. Uh, she said something about like, "What about your legacy?" And Dog said, "You are my legacy." Bars, bars, man! I, I can't wait, dog. Two like, babies coming out of that. Off I'm top. in that bitch, like we was. Yeah, no. Black Panther. And, and we in there on a Thursday, like that real premiere. We not waiting till Friday. Hey, you know what we should do? Was good because we clearly got enough time for this shit come out. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if y'all, you know, local, or if y'all not local, we should all Let's put mob. something together. We should mob and everybody go and watch that bitch at the Let's same time. Let's put something together, yo. Y'all heard it here first. This weekend culture field trip coming up. Facts. Um, we gonna go see that. And you know what else? Uh, you know it'd be dope after that though. What? Like look, like after the shit is over with, leave and go to the block and get drinks, black owned. Well, well that's definitely you feel me. <laughs> culture, that, culture. That's not what I was thinking, <laughs> but that is definitely a good. One. I'm like with that. People, we can come back to the studio and we can have a group discussion about mm, it we and film a, it. Yeah, like we have Woo! a group discussion about it. Yo, if y'all feeling us right now, if y'all down to go to the movies with Ann and Jay, first of all, let me be clear: we are not paying for you. You are responsible for your own ticket and snacks. Thanks. Um. But if y'all feeling the idea of just kicking it with us for a night and going to see Queen and Slim when it premieres, let us know, man. Uh, matter of fact, do you have the date, the exact date that it premieres? Um, if not, I'm gonna pull it up. And like, I need somebody from the movie there, fam. Because like, if we get all these people to come out to the movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if all our local listeners want to come and kick it with us, we need to be, I don't know, compensated in some manner. Directed by, um, I can't remember this, Melina Mad- Sim 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 Sim. Oh, God but bless her. Sc- screenplay by Lena Wave. So she is. Okay. She- so this premiere date, November 27th. So y'all got Ooh, Thanksgiving. more than enough time. You oh, work. that Thanksgiving premiere. Yeah, y'all off work. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Don't tell me y'all not coming. The Saturday after, or hold up, the November Friday. November 27th is a, is a Wednesday. That's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Uh, it's the Wednesday after. Or is it after? Yeah. Because that's the final week Thanksgiving. You're right. And or listen. no, no, no. Thanksgiving, November 28th. Word? That's why? the day before Thanksgiving. Finn, why do Thanksgiving be moving? First of all, Thanksgiving about to be in October in 10 minutes. Finn, so. I thought it was the third Thursday of the month. I thought it was too. Because it's Hold one, on. two, three. It's four Thursdays in, in the month of uh, November. One, two, three. You're right. I don't know. God bless. But man. my calendar say Thanksgiving on 28th too. Like Yeah. Hey fam, stop moving Thanksgiving. I don't know the real Thanksgiving, dog. I when know I, the when real. I grew up, when I grew up, I thought Thanksgiving was uh November twenty seventh. 
I never really knew exactly what Thursday was, but in recent years, I remember looking it up and it said third Thursday. But now, apparently, we could just shift it whenever we need to. Niggas move Thanksgiving like it's Easter. All we know, man, instead of going to Bosco or one of them same clubs to see them same niggas y'all go see on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, come kick it with me and Jay. We're going to go see the movie. If we don't get enough people who down to go that Wednesday, then we can't go that Friday. Black Friday, that'll be a good day. Black Friday might be a good, you know, you go out shopping and doing all that, and then, no, boom. I ain't, I, I ain't doing no shopping. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just kids. saying, you know how <laughs> folk do. And you. then uh, that night, come to the show, kick it with me and Jay. We probably hit Imagine, Royal Oak, or somewhere, wherever it's playing. I really don't know. Damn, I wanna, I need to get in contact with some people because this could be a thing. I wonder, so I actually had a thought. Have you seen the preview for um, The Last Black Man in San Francisco? No, I just heard about it today. Okay. I was watching an interview with uh Mike Epps on Ebro okay. I mean, on Hot 97. He mentioned it. And I'm yeah. like, and they told me what it was about. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this sounds lit. So kind of pissed me off. I actually had screening passes about a month ago to go, but I was out of town. So I couldn't go. And then I ain't give it to you because I was like, if I can't go, Jay can't go. <laughs> um, So I ain't give them to my dog. But uh, so I saw on Lena Waits. Instagram that she rented a theater in like San Francisco or somewhere in California and rented out the whole theater and basically was like, you know, come one, come all, first come, first serve, free tickets. So they're playing it at the Royal Oak Theater yeah. on Main Street. That's probably like the only theater that has it because it's a little artsy theater. Man, we should mob out. Like, I feel like buy all them bitches or something. We should buy that. Like I don't. Like how much? I, it can't cost too much. So I know to imagine when you rent a theater, it's literally like they don't. It ain't no discounts. It's per seat. How many seats in that motherfucker? So that's what I want to go see. But I really want to check that out because I how might throw that on seat? it. So at the Imagine again, this Imagine not the Royal Oak joint. So I don't know. But at the Imagine, it's literally full price per seat. And you just, you're not renting the theater. You're just buying every single seat in that mug. Like, it ain't no, like, hey, if you want to rent the theater, it's yeah, yeah. the flat rate. No, it's... Oh, how many seats are there? I wonder. So, what I want to do, I want to go up to the Royal Oak Theater, see how much it'll be to rent out that whole joint for a day. And we might give y'all a, a field trip this summer, too, man. Uh, so, do the November joint for Queen and Slim. But I'm going to look into that. And even if we can't do that, like, if they out I of mean, pocket... At the end of the day, like, I mean, I front the money. Y'all going to come, so... Yeah, yeah, and... I'm like, yo, if if it's out of pocket to rent the theater, we could buy 50 seats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or 30 seats or whatever. Like, however many people. We could do it like how people do uh, when they selling clothes and they do pre-orders. Yeah. Yo, if y'all want to come rock with us to go see Last Man in San Francisco, let's do pre-orders from now till whatever date. And we're going to buy that many seats. like, yeah. And there it is. So something to look into. Hey. But I actually thought of that over the weekend, bro. Uh, we lit. We, we doing We it. lit. Yo, this weekend culture giving y'all bars, man. And I actually do have some uh, some stuff to talk about. I swear, just when I thought it wasn't nothing to discuss, everything started popping up out of nowhere. First things first, I want to acknowledge the city of Las Vegas. Mm. And not just for their normal Las Vegas fuckery. Mm-hmm. I want to actually acknowledge their city council because they did something that I ain't never heard of, but I thought was brilliant. Las Vegas City Council voted to accept school supply donations as a form of payment for paying parking tickets. Shout out to that parking ticket I got last Wednesday. Fam. $5. Fam. 
Like I, I thought that was brilliant because they always tell you like, oh yeah, your ticket goes to whatever. You, you buy a lottery ticket, that money goes to the school, so, and you don't never see where that money really going. Yeah, bro. I did see that. I don't know. I think my, maybe Macho posted that. I don't know. I so it said, that. uh, new and unwrapped school supplies such as copy paper, dry erase markers, sticky notes, etc., must be received within the thir- first thirty days of the infraction date, along with the receipt. Once approved. Depending on the amount that you purchase, they will either uh, um, prorate the amount of your ticket, so take off the amount of the uh, the school supplies, or you might pay it in full depending on how much you get them. That's lit, fam. That's litty, dog. Detroit, I, what I up? Would, I wouldn't be so Detroit. Say if you pay if you live in the city mm-hmm. and you pay within the first five days, they cut your shit in half. Yeah, I did know that. I did know that. But, but that's so many stipulations off top. Half the niggas going downtown don't live in the city. Facts. I mean, I live in the city, yeah. but my driver's license don't say I live in the city. So off top, you can't say nothing. Because y'all got to get your insurance and shit together yeah. first before I Because now once you say, oh, no, I do live off yeah, whatever mile. Yeah. Seven mile. Jay live off seven mile. Keep that in mind. <laughs> um, but no, once you say you live in the city, now they at your neck about... Yo, nigga, you gotta change your uh your license. You gotta pay this. You gotta yeah, you done went from a thirty dollar ticket to a two hundred dollar day, dog. So done it ain't worth it. Shout out to Vegas though. Um Shout out to Live. What's up, people? My dog didn't win live on him. Yeah. You heard about Nike? No, and these Air Max, these Fourth of July Air Max? Uh-uh. Oh, let me give you some bars real quick. Hold up. Do they come with like racist statements when you No, no, no. <laughs> so uh this Thursday, Nike was supposed to release the Betsy Ross Air Max One. That shit sound racist. Off top, so Betsy Ross was a seamstress from Philadelphia. She actually she's credited with creating the American flag. I'm gonna say what like Nas nah, said. I bet you a black woman actually sold that shit. Facts. Uh, she's credited with creating the American flag while George Washington was in in office. But a lot of people say that's like a hoax and it's false. But either way, that's what Betsy Ross is known for. The problem is the version of the flags that she created, so it had 13 stars instead of 50, right? So her 13-star flag was later you. It wasn't racist at first. Like, it was never, like, a racial thing. But down the road, the Ku Klux Klan started using her 13-star flag instead of the American flag. They was using because she created the first American flag. So they were using hers because it was specifically, this is why the Ku Klux Klan used it, because it was from... A time where slavery was still legal and still like a normal practice. So anyway, Nike had the, uh, and I'm going to show you. You could put that up on your live. Show them cats. You know, that was the Air Max one. So, you know, Colin Kaepernick, obviously, Nike got behind him on his kneeling and all that. Right, right. So him and a few other social activists got together and they basically told Nike, this is offensive. This is a flag that was used on a ton of Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. paraphernalia on uh promo all of that we ain't feeling it so um because white supremacist groups used that flag and it was created during the slavery era nike decided to go ahead and pull back the release problem was some retailers had already gotten the shoe and basically was like we're selling it so i mean now it's exclusive now that it's gone now it's worth something probably on stock x for you know a couple grand Trippy part though, Nike ain't releasing it, but the trippy part, um, so Nike was planning on opening up a factory in Arizona, and the governor of Arizona just pulled back all the funding for the Nike factory that Arizona was going to uh give to them. I think it was like 
$100 million that the state of Arizona was putting into the Nike factory. And he basically said the state will no longer be backing Nike. Uh, what up, though? We live. He said the state will no longer be backing Nike. He said Arizona's economy is doing just fine without Nike. We will never basically Nike uh, succumb to the politics of Colin Kaepernick. So, no, mm. we not rocking with y'all. He's a Republican, of course. But, like, you know how this go. So, oh, they don't want to fuck with Nike because they, quote, unquote, yeah, supported they supported Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. So, basically, oh, y'all going to fold to Colin Kaepernick and that Democratic political bullshit? So, because y'all going to do that, Arizona will no longer welcome that Nike facility. Y'all can't do it. All the Mexicans that was going to get them jobs. That's why they don't want... <laughs> you want to know how many jobs? I'll tell you. I have that information. So, 500 jobs, actually more than 500, uh, just under six to be exact, would have come out of that Nike facility. And now it's being closed. It was supposed to open next year in Goodyear, Arizona. Man, they acting like uh, Arizona people. Like Arizona didn't used to be Mexico and shit. <laughs> Arizona, <laughs> nigga, that's what. <laughs> Come on, man. So yeah, man, Nike and uh, so we not fucking with Arizona no more. We not fucking with Arizona, but shout to Nike for pulling that back after getting back. Like, like again, maybe they ain't know. I don't know. I don't know what niggas know. Yeah. Maybe they ain't. Know. It ain't a KKK flag, but because. Betsy Ross. Betsy Ross sound racist. She like, sound racist. I'm straight on Betsy Ross. Let's get into. But you just so look. Speaking well, of good. speaking of flags. Okay. And um, racist histories and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got I saw a video today where um a contractor came to a home, mm. a black family home, and she came out there and was like, "Hey, sorry you drove all of this way. You know I know you want to pay for your time and all that shit, but uh, yeah. we don't need you because he got his big ass Confederate flag." Hanging black family yeah. was like, fam, you got this big ass Confederate flag. Wow. Uh, he was like, you know, I can take it down. Yeah. And he was like, no, nah, that's okay. We we good. So, and hold up, where were they? Uh I got I can't look at my okay, phone. Okay, okay, okay. So he pulled out the driveway. I'm thinking he had one of them little stickers on the back. Yeah, yeah. He pulled out his truck, got actual flag staff, so them bitches like hanging mm. off the back. Like fam. So he deep in the Confederate game. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yo. Bro. So I just, I say this every time I see one, I say it on Facebook real quick. And I saw one like two days ago. I don't understand Northern states posting or like having Confederate flags hanging off their car or Confederate flag, like stickers on a bumper or whatever. Like, fam, the North like, listen, wasn't fam, the Confederate. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not with celebrating losers. Okay. Facts. First uh, of all, the Confederacy lost. Second of all, the North was not the Confederacy. So I'm just not. So granted, I've never lost at anything in my entire life. So facts, I don't know how that facts. feels. Facts. People's my nigga. Uh, I'm just not with like celebrating losers and shit. Like nigga, you lost. Fuck your flag. Fuck all that shit it. you stand for. You lost, nigga. And you I'm like, lost. these be the most like pro-American niggas in the world. So how you so pro-America, but you repping the wrong flag? That ain't even the American flag. Like talk to me, dog. I don't understand it. So. Uh, uh, Clay in here. Nigga said we on shop talk with it. <laughs> Cleese, what up, nigga? We for the culture with it you know all day, dog. And shout to shop talk, man. Y'all gave me my first pod, man. Shout to Dame. Yo, new black and Netflix, man. I told y'all I'm gonna give y'all this every month. Thank you to people who keep tagging me in this stuff. By the way, so I got the list. It was a little less black than last month. June was a lot more black, but I'm going to tell y'all what they listed. New black on Netflix. So the first 
we might give y'all a throwback review of this because this is one of my favorite movies of all time. What's that? Thin Line Between Love and Hate just oh, released yesterday. Come on. July 1st. It hit Netflix. Shout out to Thin Line. Thin line. Shout out to Martin. Line. Classic. We might give y'all bars on that. Uh, you ever been in a Thin Line situation? Fam. Yo. I'm, I'm not going to get into bars out of respect, but... <laughs> A girl I used to date, like she, I real life think she might be the craziest person on earth. How about someone that you didn't even date? I've been stalked before. Oh, I've definitely been stalked before. Like I, I think I'm getting stalked right now. Like I mean, legit. I ain't never blocked nobody in my life till we started potting. Not like the 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 you know what I'm saying niggas throw that word around. Like I've been I've been legitimately yeah. stalked. Like yeah. found my telephone numbers from different sources. Mm. Walked by my house. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like before stalking was a thing. Like I've been stalked before. Yeah, dog. I've been I've been catfished before. I've definitely been heavily. Um, I have been stalked online before. My Black Planet days, I was definitely catfished. Fortunately, (laughs) the chick stalking me online does not live in Detroit. And I don't know if she listens to this pod, but she may still think I live in Atlanta. Mm. So I think that's the only way I got away with my life. Uh, Officer Highlands says she's driving home and she needs to pay attention to the road. Please don't be. Uh, don't Sam, be the reason. you the police. <laughs> what up, dog? Nigga, I got flicked by the police. Fam, I got flicked like three weeks ago. I mean, like, I just paid that ticket on time, too. Shout to me. Two days ago. Because I normally wait till I get a warrant. And nigga. I was all wrong. Damn, you did wrong. See, I ain't do nothing wrong. Like, yeah. Dog put me over in like a Cavalier. And then I posted it on Facebook. I was like, fam, y'all driving red Cavaliers? Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Damn, where you was at? Uh, Floating through uh, Latham Village. Like, Mm. so listen, this is just me. Uh, You know when you get off the freeway, it'd be like them stop signs? Mm -hmm. That shit Mm -hmm. shit dumb to me. Uh, I, I, I don't stop at them bitches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if I'm at the, I'm I going. I think say a stop sign done. Hey, that shit dumb. You know Streets is done. <laughs> but you know, I work at a location. Yeah. Uh, that I sped by. Gotcha. And I literally look out the window all the time. And yeah, because you right there. In, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. see people get flicked right here all the time. Yeah, didn't cross my mind. Yeah. So I blew through the allegedly. I blew through <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, I, I allegedly uh, blew through the stop sign at about forty miles an hour and shit. Right? Oh my God! I turn the corner, I'm boom, 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 and I see the uh, little SUV get behind me. I throw the party lights on and shit. I'm like, all right, let me pull up over in this apartment complex. Okay. And um, I pull up in. Oh, you pull right over to the right. I know you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I pull in the apartment complex and shit, and um, like I do got my pistol with me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it's like um. Behind my little TV flip up screen, mm-hmm. uh, I also noticed this old black lady who just happened to come out the house and start sweeping. And oh man, <laughs> trying to keep little two two seven on her, saying? yeah, one hundred percent. I respect it. All right, Mary. Uh, so he came, and he, you know, now normally I don't talk to the police. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This, this, my, I just don't, I just don't talk to him. You know what I'm saying like, I'm sorry, uh, I don't answer questions. Yeah. Um, but he came up like, you know. I don't know if he was hard of hearing or, you know, I do kind of talk kind of low or whatever, but he, yeah. he was like something about, do you know why I stopped you? And I'm like, why that's their first question? Because they want you to admit like, guilt. Like, fam, I don't, I don't work for you, though. No, really. They want you to admit guilt. Yeah, so I that's don't, why you always say no. Which is why I don't answer hey. questions. So I'm hey. like, uh. Nah, I have no idea. You said, why, why are you stopping me? He said, no, did I do it? Do you know why I stopped you? I'm like, no. Yeah. You hey. you the one stop me like you, you know, know what I'm what off. I did this once when I was like seventeen, but I don't recommend this to nobody because it backfired and I went to jail for like an hour. <laughs> uh, uh, when they asked you, you know, why I stopped you? <laughs> Say because I'm black. I did that on Southfield at Schoolcraft. Don't do that. I, just before ninety six, I've been looking at <laughs> bad videos of police shooting black people. Don't right? do that. So yeah, 
I'll be, I'll be on extra, right? Yeah, facts. It was a lot going. I was trying to get to the bank. I you left, your P's and Q's. I went yeah. to one bank, trying to get to another bank to get some money out to go do this because I'm because I need I got an appointment I'm supposed to make that gotcha. I need to make. Gotcha. So I'm not, I'm not yeah. in my right. You know what I'm saying? So we come like, hey, license and uh, proof of insurance or whatever. Yeah. Now my insurance certificate is behind my. TV mm, flippy thing. Where the boy at? You got so, the blicky there. Okay. I I told him, like, can I bring it up on my phone? Because I don't want to, like, go for a gun. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Which you can do, by the way. Go for the gun? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't want to go for the gun. Hey, Hollins, <laughs> tell Jay you cannot go for the gun. Uh, No, so, no, you can't show them on your phone. Yeah, no proof for sure. He yep. was like, he was, yeah. I'm like, he, he like, I'll just pull it up at the car. Yep. So that was on my mind, right? So I didn't actually give him my CCW. Why just click into your live? <laughs> <laughs> so look, I didn't actually give him my. You're you supposed to give that to him, like when he first comes to the car. Yeah. But because I didn't want to like reach for a gun, like while my, I was kind of discombobulated. So yeah, understand. As so, soon as he was walking by back, I'm like, oh fuck! And I took my uh, the card out and I just had it like at the window, sticking out the window, and I kept my hands there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So he. So when he came back, he was like. Do you have your firearm on you? I was like, uh, it's behind the little screen or whatever. He was like, you know, you're supposed to give me this when I, when it first come, right? See, I was like, yeah, I know, man, but I was kind of like, you're dropping the ball here, son. I don't got time to play with dog. All day, <laughs> now, normally, man. I wouldn't take that son comment, but he was like, I'm not gonna get. He told me why he stopped me. He yeah. said I, I blew through there doing like forty. Um, I never said I did. Yeah, and um, he was like, I'm gonna let you go. And he ain't jammed me up on the uh, CCW shit because he could have. Like, yeah. I, he, you know, he could have. But a uh, uh, nice cop, white cop, and uh, I gave him a handshake. And I'm yeah. like, all right, man, I appreciate you. The only time that ever happened to me, I w- it wasn't my blicky. I was in the car with my boy, and we got pulled over on 94. And matter of fact, just so we turned off the lodge to get on 94. And right when we turned right on the freeway, we got pulled over. Dude flicked his said he had been following us since we was on the lodge. And he was like, we sped up. So he was like, you was going 55. I wasn't going to do nothing. And he was on he the said, lodge with it? So we was. <laughs> we on the lodge with it. So we was on the lodge with it. Then we flipped to 94. And uh, he was like, y'all sped up from 55 to 88. He was like, why'd you speed up? And we like, fam, we ain't even realize. We was like, we know 94. Some parts is 70. Some parts is. He was like, well, you ain't at that part yet. So he was like, go ahead, license registration. So we talked to my man, but my man let him know, like, yo, just FYI, I got my my boy with me. I got the CCW. I got all my paperwork. So don't trip. But this was the problem. And I might have told this on here before, but I don't care. I'm going to tell it again. We had the Bucharest six-pack. <laughs> sitting to the in the middle console so we had mad uh shawarmas <laughs> wrapped in foil so when dog was like you know show me the pistol let me see where it's at so we could just we could know you ain't grabbing that everything we reached for was near the bucharest six-pack so dog thought the shawarma was the holland said that's a 500 dollar ticket i avoided see um, see not. see but nah. look so it's unfortunate i don't know fortunate unfortunate but like yeah when I get when I see the police officer, I automatically get a certain level of anxiety. I get it. You know what I'm saying. I get it. And then so many different scenarios go through your head. Yeah. And like, is this the t- is this the day that yeah. I want to be? Yeah. Do I want to exercise all my rights or do yeah. I? You know what I'm saying. There's so much shit hey, that be going. Do you want to chill? So I didn't go through the right procedure yeah. as I normally do, and I'm already late 
um, trying not to be late and everything. Because you had an appointment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that could have, that this that situation could have went a totally different way. Facts. And for, we know how that could go. For no reason, though. Mm-hmm. Like, just because of the pressures of all this extra shit. Pressures man. of life. The pressures of pressures being black. Pressures of black skin. Being Facts. a black male. Jay was about to be uh, queen and uh, slim. I'm I forgot saying, the name of that though. shit that quick. I'm saying. Uh, anyway, back to... Well, first of all, we glad Jay's still here with us. Thank you. Facts, you know what I'm saying? Facts, my facts, nigga's still facts, here. Facts. Can't keep a good nigga down. Welcome home, my nigga Mitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, new blacking on Netflix. So we got Thin Line. We got Stranger Things comes out this Friday, 7-4. Or no, this Thursday. Pardon me. 7-4. Uh, something called Kinky, which all of these. So what I read into, I actually hit up the person that runs this page. They said these are all shows with black leads. Black shows leads. or movies with black leads. So it may not be a black film you know what, or I think movie. we need to we we probably we possibly need to review what is uh see you tomorrow I think that's what it's called on Netflix I know yeah. what you're talking about yeah yeah um we could watch it so I heard the only reason I have not watched that yet it's actually in my queue I heard right the day I was gonna watch that I read that the ending is so like frustratingly bad that people wasn't feeling it. But I said, all right, if it's just the ending, it's kind of like a I can a, watch the film. It's a black version of Back to the Future. Yep. They had uh Michael J. Fox was in the beginning of it or whatever. Yep. Uh y'all remember Astro? Yep. He and He the lead, a, ain't he? Or he like the male lead. Yeah, yeah. He's one of them. Like it's a dope, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Black movie, black family song. Astro can rap, dog. That really nigga though. got bars, dog. Stroke. Shout to Stroke, man. Uh so we got Kinky, whatever that is, coming out on July 9th. Family Reunion starring, I believe, Tia Maori. I actually just had passes to watch the whole family. It's a series mm. about a black family reunion and a family that moves back down south where her family is from. And they meet all the family she didn't really know. And they have like a family reunion and she gets to know. It's a series on Netflix. That's what I'll be doing next weekend, actually. It, there we go. Florida with the family reunion. So it's a uh, series starring, I believe, Tia Maori, not Tamara. I had passes this past Saturday to watch the whole series at Netflix. Or not at Netflix, at uh, Royal Oak Imagine. Oh, live people. I'm sorry. I got I to gotta exit out because y'all going to have to watch this shit on YouTube. So facts. I'm facts. Peace. Peace out. Appreciate y'all. But, yeah, I had tickets to go see it at the Imagine this Saturday uh, that just passed. But I wasn't trying to sit there and watch an entire Netflix series on a Saturday morning because it started at, like, 1030. But shout out to that. Uh, Last Chance You, Queer Eye. I No, we're not doing that. And Orange is the New Black Season 7 also premieres at the end of the month. I don't know if folks are still watching that. I but tapped out about five. Actually, was in till season six. I've, I'm caught up. Like I don't watch I the last two out. seasons. Been really fire, but I think what's the old girl the 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 supermodel with the short hair, black hair. Uh, uh like her first season on was the yeah, last yeah, season yeah. I, I watched. Yeah, I know you're talking about uh, Rose. But, she the black. She, yeah, yeah. She, back she girl came now. in and she killed it. Her season, uh, I thought, but that season wasn't great. I, I stopped watching. So kind Not of the problem. Whole, I didn't watch the whole season either. Season like. Three and four were really bad. Once they killed Poussey, Poussey, I wasn't mad at them killing Poussey. But like, because she kinda, stole my man' wife. Facts. But yeah. like, I it was the vibe was gone. 
Yeah, I, I could feel it though, because she was an essential character. Like she was one of the people you cared about. But uh shout out to Netflix, man. Shout out to that page. Let me give y'all that page name so y'all can follow. It's called Strong Black Lead on Instagram. Okay. Go follow Strong Black Lead. We that's where we from the sh- from the from the what you call it? Yeah. This week in culture. Yep. So that's where we getting uh people have been tagging me and I didn't know where that originated from. But new black and on Netflix, you can find that every month on Strong Black Lead, man. Shout out to whoever running that page. What else I got? Issa Rae has a new show. It's not insecure. I'm not that happy about it, but she will be back on HBO. Well, her show will be back on HBO. It's called A Black Lady Sketch Show, and it premieres on HBO August 2nd. So some of that, you know, because when you remember when they first announced that Insecure wasn't coming back to 2020 because Issa got so much going on, I was like, what you doing? Fam, she did little and little came out in like March. So what else she got going on? Not to diminish her, but I just didn't know what else she had popping. I didn't watch little. I, I, I didn't see little. I had passes to see it, but I wasn't available that night and I gave them to my girl and I didn't think she would go without me. And then she went without me <laughs> and that pissed me off. Cause I was like, yo, if you want to take like one of your cousins or your girls or your grandma or something, and she was like, oh yeah, they can't go. So I thought like, okay, she ain't, gonna I ain't go. going. We'll go see it this weekend or facts, something. Facts. Then she went dolo, and I was like, did Spider Man already come out? The new Spider Man? Yeah. No, it come out Thursday. I had or did it come one. out today? No, no, no. It come out Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It come out on the fourth. So that drops. Oh, and then uh. I know Into the Spider-Verse, that's the black Spider-Man. So have you watched it? Man, that shit is fire. Fam, Into the Spider-Verse, get into it. Ain't nothing but good reviews about Into the Spider-Verse. Like, fire, fire, fire. It's an animated film, but don't trip off that because it's still a black character being Spider-Man. So let him lead. But Issa Rae, a black lady sketch show. It stars, like, five women. Only one of them I really knew. But they say it's great. It premieres August 2nd. We're going to rock with it. We're going to support it because we cultural. You know what I was thinking about, dog? Because I was describing somebody actually stopped me uh, and asked if I was. I don't know this cat, by the way. He literally stopped me. I was downtown walking into one of my friend's cribs. And he stopped me and asked if I was at from This Week in Culture. Said, Said he was at. The fashion show that was the day of the um the urban podcast yeah. event, but said, you know, it was delayed. So I stopped and he said, I happened to stop while y'all were up. So he was like, I heard y'all speaking like y'all. It seemed cool. It seemed like a cool concept. So he asked me that. And I was like, that's kind of wild. Like that ain't never happened to me. But when he asked me that, he was asking, like, what exactly is the podcast about? Yeah. So I literally described me and you. I was like, we the young black Siskel and Ebert. We reviewing all things black in film and television. Like, And I kind of gave him them bars. And then I started thinking um, after. In real life, we do two podcasts every week. That's a fact. That's a fact. Because like, like we, do, we do the culture. Yep. And then we do. And then the, we give y'all the review. Yeah. So I thought about it after. Tyler Perry's speech at the BET Awards, which I think was brilliant. If y'all haven't, pull that up on YouTube real quick. It's the best two minutes of your life. Like Tyler Perry gave folks I've bars. had some great two minutes in my he, life. I've <laughs> some great two minutes every two days. <laughs> that recoup once once I'm back. <laughs> two more minutes. Uh <laughs> but uh no, so Tyler Perry gave him some bars on the BET Awards, and I thought about it back when Siskel and Ebert was actually a live show. Yeah. 
I think one of them, I think Cisco had passed already, but it was like Ebert and Roper yeah. was the guy. And somebody had actually asked them online, this was very early in social media, why they don't review Tyler Perry films. And they said it was a couple of things. This was early in Tyler Perry's career, but they said his films weren't distributed widely enough for them to review. But they also said... If you take a look at like Rotten Tomatoes, Fandango, IMDb, they said most people, like don't film reviewers, don't acknowledge Tyler Perry films. And when after he gave his speech, I thought about it like, well, necessarily, I ain't a, I'm not a Medea fan. Never have been. That ain't my style. I think it's a bit much. But his non-Medea films, I've they've been all right for the most part. Like they cool. But I thought about it like, yo, not just with Tyler Perry, but in general with anything black. Like if we not reviewing it. It ain't being talked about. And I'm like, there are certain maybe shows or movies that you and I might discuss. Like Love Is. What nobody talking about Love Is? Man, I had a whole conversation about Love Is last night. Yeah. Um, so let's 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 yeah, let's, let's get then, into right? that, dog. Cause I'm like, yo, it's really cultural. If we not doing it, it's not happening. So if you don't like Tyler Perry movies, mm-hmm. and they made for you per se, mm-hmm. why would they like them? Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, I understand that point. No, no, no. I, I got it. You know what I'm saying? So when we start looking at, I think the reason that Jordan Peele has had so much success recently and Lena Waithe um, is white, because- White people love them. Well, no. We're doing stories about us that relate. That's not like the same old shit. Like, you know, it's a running yeah, joke. Yeah. It's a running joke about Tyler Perry movies. Yeah. Like, he maybe secretly hate black men, so you make them all pieces of shit in your yeah. movie, and then the woman always get... Like, it's the same yeah. repetitive yeah. thing with the Tyler Perry movie, so Facts. like, I stopped going. Yeah. I, I dig Medea when they was the stage play. I used, yeah. When I the, loved them when they was a play. When the tapes Chilling used to be, circus When shit. they used to pass out the tapes. Like, yep. it was funny. It was, it, was, it was fun. Like, all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. But, like, they get kind of redundant. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not really interested in this... And this this genre of you know I can understand Facts. that, but now when you have like a Get Out, yeah, or you have um, a Us, which is a trilogy, yeah, I'm hearing, so yeah, there's a prequel and a sequel. Hey, Us is available now on DVD, uh, pay per view, whatever y'all got. So and it will be on HBO, I think, like two months from now. So keep that in mind and go listen to the Us review because for all y'all that said Us was stupid and it was too deep or whatever y'all was saying it's actually brilliant and it gave me and jay mad conversation go listen to that pod right now anyway facts and i always buy uh those movies on itunes facts like i need i want them to get their support on the one end yep and and the, the back end yep so like because um, a lot of the actors which y'all don't know don't make their money till the dvd and uh digital facts. release they don't get a lot up front no nope. they get money on the back end lil real for get out got 20k up front mm-hmm but he got 25% on the DVD release. And he made millions and I bought off it. the release. And I bought it. If y'all ain't support that, he wouldn't have made no bread off that. So shout out to If you can't that. support that, your whole perspective is wet. Whole bars. Um, but, uh... So no, so what I was thinking though, dog. Yeah, because I, I lost my train yeah, of thought. Yeah, yeah. But that's why these films, like these... I don't want to say this... Because different genres, like everything ain't for everybody. So I don't want to give them the, because I was about to give them, because they real movies. Yeah, All yeah. of his real movies. Yeah, facts. But like this is appeals to. Uh, it's, a, it's a broader it perspective. It appeals to a certain, um, a certain audience. So like a movie like Get Out, just to stay with Jordan Peele and Tyler Perry. Get Out is more widely relatable than Medea's Family Reunion. Because. 
they're making movies with black leads and they're not making black movies. Facts. And that's exactly what I mean. Medea's Family Reunion is a black movie about black people, black experiences. Like you with, overplay yeah, the stereotypes. You're, you're, you overplay. And it's black, 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 black. Which Get out. And I'm fine with So that's kind of what had me thinking, dog, because when Tyler Perry said in his speech, like, while y'all was trying to get a seat at the table, I was in Atlanta building my own. And I thought about it like, yo, you know, for us, like, we talk a lot on the pod about one day being the, the guys that after Insecure goes off, we do the review or we do the interview or whatever. We do the discussion. Or when Power goes off, we do the discussion. Or Queen and Slim about Queen to come Slim out. Queen and Slim about to come out. We trying to lead that. And now we know we got till November 27th to really try to put something together. So I'm actually about to get in a lot of people DMs. So listen. I've been in Lena Wave DM like six times over the last week. I just want her to know. So when we get on... She can come back to this pod and say, "Oh yeah, he been on my head." Like I keep telling her, like, "Cause I might, fam, I might have to, I might, we might have to show you the ticket stubs in advance." Yeah, like, listen, fam, we out yeah. here for real. Cause Pull so up. it was literally Lena Waite's post about buying out the the theater for Last Black Man in San Francisco that got me thinking the way we thinking. So it's crazy talking about Queen and Slim for me and you to instantly be on that same page. And I'm like, dog, I legit just had this thought three, four days ago when I saw her post, yo, I bought out this theater, Queen and Slim. I'm like, damn, we need to do something like that and like really get our audience together, especially our local audience. But uh, anyway, man, no, I thought about it though. Like we really, you and I, with the niche that we carved out with this podcast and what we discussed, yeah, we talk about some of the stuff that's going around that everybody's talking about, but we really get into our bag with these reviews. And I'm like, People like Mara Brock, I kill people like Lena Wave, people like Courtney. I don't know her last name from Power, uh, Issa Rae. They don't know that. No, there's two really smart black men discussing your content and kind of like the whole this week in culture is because yeah. like these shows definitely have a big cultural impact, right? Mm-hmm. But they also drive conversation throughout the week. Facts. Whatever happened Facts. on Insecure, it starts. Yeah. A bunch of podcasts start talking it's about. It's water cooler conversation. Ghosting and things of that yep. nature. So the whole This Week in Culture is about your little random, you know, neighborhood shit that we talk about. But like Facts. these things last for a long time and they impact culture. Like do the right thing. Like yeah. the movie. Fam. 20 years, 30 yeah. years later, it's still impacting culture. Yeah. So Shout out to Spike. They just had to do the right thing. Block party over the weekend, which we told y'all about on This Week in Culture. So, yeah, we and still they named, here. And uh, one of the streets, Do the Right Thing. Do the Right thing. thing Way. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, man, I just, I really thought about the responsibility that you and I have. Like, even though, again, on our personal uh, perspectives, we might not want to review a Tyler Perry movie or like a certain type of Tyler Perry movie um, or just certain types of films in general. But then I really thought about it over the last week. Like who, gonna do it if not? who else going to do it? Cause I remember a day where even a Roper literally said on their TV show, we don't review this because it's not relevant. Basically people going to turn the channel. They going to turn the channel. This ain't it. And it's funny too. Cause I remember, uh, I always read IMDB and Rotten Tomatoes and all that. Like we really do this film stuff up here. And I've literally gone to look for, before I go see a Tyler Perry movie, like, uh, let's say, why did I get married? I remember going to look for ratings of why did I get married? And it said NA. I don't look before, but I look right after. Yeah, yeah. So like right after the movie, yeah. I'll go and You got to read the- Because I want to say, all right, do y'all got- Do do my initial raw yeah. feelings- Did match? y'all cover that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because but, if I- if I 
when I hear about a movie beforehand, either when I watch it, it's going to be confirmation bias yeah. or I'm going to try to pick the exact opposite because I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I like to go in with no expectations, so to speak. Yeah. But no, dog, I just, I remember that. Like, I literally remember the very first Tyler Perry movie I looked up to look at the ratings and just see what people were saying about it. It was, it was the family that praised. And it said N.A. And I thought back to the Ebert and Roper statement. And then I thought, like, yo, why ain't nobody talking about dog movies? Like, I don't care if you say it's bad. Y'all say a lot of shit is bad. But y'all literally not even watching it because right. it's black. And I thought about that, man. Like, me and you got a lot of responsibility that um people won't take ownership of. And I feel like that's where, that, like, we've carved a niche in what we're talking about. But now I feel like it's really an opportunity to go deeper. Even if we don't always necessarily give it a All full right, so review. Look. We talked about Ma up here for 30 minutes and so was look. like. All right. So look. So we can have this talk too. Yeah. Right? yeah facts. So like. Sometimes I have to realize what we actually are doing. Facts. You know what I mean? Because Man. sometimes it's. This is. I, I, this is another thing that I'm doing. Yeah, Not yeah. another thing. But like. I don't. It's on the list of of many. I don't, I don't see it the same way. Sometimes other mm-hmm. people see it, and then you know we do gotta you know we be up here laughing, joking and shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But then sometimes, based on the comment or something like, sometimes I don't I don't remember what the fuck I said. Yeah. On certain things, like yeah, when we, like when we get into the actual episodes, those like I it's be, a little bit easier to go back to. Yeah. Yeah, but like when we just be talking shit and shooting the shit, um, sometimes I don't remember. I talk a lot. Yeah, from different podcasts, whatever day to day. But then I'm thinking, like, well, look, did this week in culture, uh, or this podcast in general, um, when you after you came on our on Shop Talk a few yeah. months, I don't know, a few years ago now, uh, I'm like, dog, you need to do your own podcast. Yeah, you know what I mean. He was like, man, people been asking me for a long time. I'm like, well, look, man, let me know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We put this shit together. And initially, I'm like, I just wanted to produce it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, boom. And then when Black Panther came out, I was like, look. We man, had to rap. We got we had to, to rap. sit down yeah. and do the and Black Panther. And really discuss this. Facts. And that ended up being a pretty cool. We I think we, we played it on the Shop Talk yep. joint. But people, it was a good feedback that that yeah. episode got, like, views and shit. Like, all right, cool. You know what's really funny? Keep your thought. But what's really funny about that pod, <laughs> we were so terrible on that pod. Because we ain't remember not a single character's name At outside all. of T'Challa. We didn't remember one thing, but we we gave them the bars that we you know would like, later set out to give. But. Thanks. Like the 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 meat and potatoes was there. It was the outline. It was so. Bad. It was the outline there, right? But look, that's what I'm talking Man. about. But like literally, that's what I'm talking about because yeah. like sometimes like I be forgetting. Yeah. Like the impact or what we be doing, so I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna come in here. We gonna shoot the shit, but you know. All right, let me let me find out all these people's names and yeah, do all the yeah. stuff, whatever. But and and just kind of even to your point, man. Uh, I noticed it was a few weeks in a row when we were reviewing. What did we just finish reviewing? Uh, the shot. Yeah, I noticed it was a few weeks in a row where I had watched the episode so much I stopped taking notes. Normally, I take notes. I take notes before most of our pods. But I'd stop taking notes because it was just like I'm familiar enough. I can get to it. But all the stuff that we shoot the shit on. I would either forget sometimes, like I would drive home and be like, dog, I forgot to bring that up. I forgot to talk about this. Yeah. So, and I, I recently literally on the finale. So that was three weeks ago when we did the finale. 
the last three weeks, I've gotten back to taking my notes. I'm looking at my notepad right now. Yeah. Like, what else do I want to kind of make sure that we touch on no matter what? Because it's like, again, it's a certain level of responsibility that you and I have yeah. to make sure that this stuff not only gets discussed and reviewed, but make sure we do it non-sloppily. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to just leave it and kind of throw it out there. Like, yeah, again... Just to bring it back up, we talked about Ma, impromptu conversation about Ma with, um, I can't remember her name as the lead. I'm drawing a blank right now. But uh, we talked about Ma. It was random. We literally cut the mics on and just start rapping like, yo, did you see that movie? Yeah, I've seen yeah. it. You've seen it too? It wasn't, that wasn't even supposed to be a part of the episode. No, that wasn't a part of nothing, but it was like. But we talked about it so long and it started getting so good. I'm like, well, fuck it. Leave it in. Ah, Octavia Spencer. Yeah. So we discussed it, and it was like you said, it was so good. We left it in, and sorry to everybody who we spoiled that movie for because we, we didn't give you all not a single warning. But uh, I thought about it like, yo, it's that type of stuff that even if we don't necessarily want to review or give it like an in-depth thing, we still need to make sure that not only do you and I see these things, but we discuss them yeah. and we bring them to our pod because it's like, yo, again, if we don't do it, we literally know nobody else will, and we might not be the is biggest platform yet. Is but the, the the great thing about podcasts and the great thing about podcasts about movies, yep, like it's here forever. Mm-hmm. Like so, whenever you see it, listen to it, then go back and see if and rewatch that. Yeah, reflect what what we thought about it. I got, I had a lot of people after last week hit me up and say, "Yo, it's literally because of y'all's review." I'm gonna go ahead and watch when they see us. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna check it out now because I've been scared and I ain't want to get into them those emotions but y'all kind of softened it a little bit and made it palatable um my cousin sent me um like you you referenced on last week's episode that the the tapes yep are available on youtube yep and i watched um i watched them yeah well I difficult like half of um it was because it was like a damn near two it was yeah. two hours some yeah. of them i'm like i see why they got convicted yep you yep. know what I'm saying? Like in the movie, it's like you get them short bursts, fam. You set up there for two hours, and that's not. I'm not. This is not a yeah. knock. No, no, no. But not now, at all. now it made sense. Why? Like, why would you sit here for two hours and and say you did and, all this shit and give all these details? Because like that's the part was like the granite that yeah. should have gave me reasonable doubt. Yeah, but I, I can understand why y'all got convicted for this stuff, man. So it's I remember sad. after I finished and I. As I go straight to YouTube from look for video content, and when I saw that all that was available there, I remembered back to stuff I read about the case when they said literally all of them were convicted based on the tapes. Like more than likely, they said. I remember a statement. I think it may have been in the New York Times, but I could be completely wrong, so don't quote me. But one of the statements was more than likely most of them wouldn't have gotten convicted. Had it not been for the confession tapes, they said the confession tapes was like the ace in the hole, like for the prosecutors. We talked afterwards via text. I'm like, listen, out of all the people that they rounded up, yeah, these probably the only five that actually said something. Yeah, everybody yeah. else probably just stay quiet up and said, I'm not talking because they, because fam, here was the thing. I I get it. Y'all 14, 16 years old. You got grown men beating on you, hitting on you, uh, threatening you. Again, most of them, I think. Three out of the five, maybe four out of the five, didn't eat or get water for 17 hours. 17 hours. Like, that's absurd, dog. I'm hungry now. I just These, fam, I'm ago. starving right now, dog. <laughs> uh, 
suicide, when you think about that type of inhumane treatment to children, yeah, you can relate to maybe why they folded. I can understand. And I, I get it. Because when I was a, you're 14. Not, you're not mentally strong enough to, to, to take the the guile yeah. of a, a, a seasoned detective. Yeah, facts. An and adult male. The phrasing of what they were saying. Yo, just tell us this and you can go home. You the police, you're an authority. Yeah. We've been taught that the police yeah. are the authority, so what they say yeah. goes. Just tell us this, you can go home. Not tell us this and you're free and you never have to deal with this again. You can go home today. Yeah. And which you they were they And they you? went home that day. Except for uh Corey Wise, yeah. but that's I, another that's story. I watched Corey's video and it was odd. It's heartbreaking. But like you said, when you're talking about a multiple hour confession, and because the the lawyer was asking him like, "Hey, do you do you do know that you can get a lawyer? Do mm-hmm. you, did you know that? Yes, you know that you don't have to talk." And he like yeah. like he waved he like literally waved his Miranda on tape. So a lot of those questions too, I actually found this out research, and a lot of those questions about the Miranda were asked after they had already gave him the script for. Yeah, the full sure. confession. I'm yeah. sure. So it, and then they were because we know the tapes the were edited anyway, yeah. but they were actually they moved that around. So we're gonna take this end part where we ask you if you know your Miranda rights, and we're gonna throw that back at the beginning and make it look like you said, "Yeah, I know," and you did say, "Yeah, I know." Problem was, you said it after two hours of being questioned. You had never gotten your Miranda, right? So that's what that was. But um, yeah, man, I just I thought about that. Like you and I have a very unique responsibility, and as this podcast grows, as we go into our second year, I really want not only for us to kick it up a notch, but to really just remember, like, yo, what we're doing up here, we're giving light to a lot of people because I know a ton of people who don't watch the shy for as big as Lena Waithe is, yeah. as popular as she is among both black and white audiences. A lot of people don't rock with Lena Waithe because they ain't never heard of her. They don't know what the shy is. And it's like. And for other reasons. And for other reasons. Various other reasons. But we reviewing that show and we doing it in an unbiased manner. Um, yeah. So so I'm, I'm I'm interested in the conversations that are going to come in year facts, two. Facts. Facts. From a lot of the movies that I'm just genuinely happy to see. Facts. Speaking of. Uh, and I thought about this when we was talking about um something different with Queen and Slim. Have you watched Euphoria on HBO? No, I'm not here. So it's uh, Zendaya is the lead actress on there. Um, Zendaya mixed, but she is pro-black as you going to get in Hollywood. Uh, Young, black, brilliant actress. She's very... She reminds me, I always liken her to uh, Yari from Blackish. They're like... The same girl. Yeah, we're not going to talk about Yari because okay. it gets wild when you start really getting into her. But uh, pause. But uh, <laughs> no, the two of them remind me of one another, though. Like extremely smart, wise beyond their years. It's and always the woke ones. Really beautiful. Like those are two beautiful young women. But uh, Zendaya, Euphoria is about Zendaya who is fresh back from rehab. She's a high school, I want to say high school senior. Fresh back from rehab, she has a huge drug problem that developed after her dad died. And when I tell you HBO is, first of all, what I liked about the show, it's completely different than anything. Like, it's so unique. It's like, all right, I wouldn't have thought of this off top. Then it got a black female lead. But more importantly than that, HBO is going there, dog. They In the first episode alone, it's... 
I mean, it's nudity. There hasn't been. It's like, drug use. It's there pedophilia. Like, all this is touched on in episode one, bro. There hasn't been a year where HBO, as a company, didn't win the majority of every single Emmy in every single category. Yeah. They just got great programming, man. Yeah, that's a fact, dog. It's like, literally. Every, that's a and fact. I worked in Com- Comcast and Cable for, like, 12 years. Yeah. And I deal with all the HBO reps and all the Showtime yeah. reps, so we get all the information, the back. They they every fucking year and it helped in sales. HBO like, what, was crazy. Every dog. year we get the updated stats, dog. Every fucking year, HBO got it. They are literally like they're up there. Like watch. So episode one, I'm gonna say this about episode one. It starts off kind of sporadic. It's all over the place. You don't know what's going on. It tapers down toward the middle of the episode, and then you start to figure out who's who, what plot is kind of related to what. And then it makes more sense as you continue to further on into the episode. And it's only been three episodes. Okay. Fam. That's a good show, dog. Like, real real talk. They got a gem with that one. And it's about high school. And then, like, it's a couple characters who are, I believe, like, freshmen in college. So it's a very, like, unique show. And it's talking about this era of kids. And some of the kids are white. Some is black. Like, it's all over the place with that. But... Yeah, get into that. Euphoria on HBO. Um, I think we got to get into these bars real quick, man. Before we get back into our anniversary shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's time to get into Chris Brown, dog. I didn't... All right, I'm about to put this out there off top. I have a, I have a caveat. I like Chris Brown. I think Chris Brown is one of the more talented people that we have in entertainment today like seeing dance here i actor like charismatic cool chris brown good but i said it on facebook a long time ago and i stand by it chris brown does not have a classic album i don't want to hear about none of y'all who told me his classics they not class first of all none of y'all was on the same page off top let me ask though what's good classic to whose standards in mine all right in mine Cause like I mean I I could tend to agree with you right yeah but like I yeah you know, I'm older than Chris Brown mm-hmm. so for people I'm older than Chris Brown so for he people, just turned thirty yeah so for yeah. people who are younger than Chris Brown who grew up like listening and loving every song yeah some of them shits they may think are classic so to that point right there I will so when they were having the whole last or whatever time of the year that was I don't know if that was earlier this year or late last year the King of R and B and Jacquees was on that bullshit. I can contend to a hey, Chris Brown is this era's king of R and B. I'll give him that. I don't. I can't name anybody else. So I'm like, I'll give him that title. But just because you're this era's king of R and B doesn't mean you hold. So my my sort of Chris Brown has a ton of classic songs, individual songs. But when I started thinking albums, I literally asked this on Facebook. I said, That's how I feel about Busta Rhymes. Classic songs. What's the album? So I said, yo, what is Chris Brown's Thriller? What is his Off the Wall? What is his uh, 8701, if you want to bring it current? What is his uh, Confessions? What are his albums that I say, yo, when I want to know the quintessential Chris Brown album, what do I go to? 
And then, you know, I could have took it back to Marvin and to Donnie and to older artists, but I brought it current with Usher and was like, yo, what's the 8701 in the confessions? Because I'm like, you can't lead me to. And like some people were saying, oh, his first album is his best one. But I'm like, fam, he was 15. He ain't vocally. He wasn't even mature yet. He's a child. He was a kid. So I'm like, if you're telling me his first album at 15 was his classic, that means the other however many album, eight, nine, ten albums since aren't that great. So he just released a 32-track album that I listened to in full over the last week since it came out. Took me a while to get through 32 tracks because I don't think he's that great. He Personally, he can sing his ass off. For some reason, he auto-tunes really heavy. I ain't into it. But anyway, he has a lyric on one of his songs. It's a song called, I actually don't know what the name of the song is. But it's on his album Indigo that just came out this past Friday. And in the lyric, he says, only want to fuck the only want to fuck the black bitches with the nice hair. So people know who Chris Brown has dated. Um, The Karuchis and the Rihanna's and a lot of these random like half Asian, half black looking girls from Southern California. That seems like his type. I ain't mad at a nigga having a type. Get in there and get in how you live, bro. But saying only want to fuck the black bitches with the nice hair. All right, listen. That's a bit much. But hold up, hold up, hold up. Because then he got a lot of flack from that lyric, right? So after that, he put out a video and a response on the gram. His response, he said, you weird ass angry people. Sincerely from the bottom of my balls. I don't give a fuck about y'all negative booty face ass bitches. I'm st- I'm going to start giving away free lace fronts for all you weird females with the skid row edges and low self-esteem. Aside from that, hop off my nuts. Half of y'all look like the Budweiser frog. So please don't come at me with the bullshit. I will fire that ass up and roast the hell out of you overly sensitive duckhead ass weirdos. So that was his response to black women saying, hey, why are you saying you only want to fuck the black bitches with the nice hair? So what you want first? You want these jokes first, like the the superficial. I'm gonna I'm go that route first. Let's get into it. A couple of things. Let's get into it. Uh, who the fuck is rent? Who is listening? Who is searching for Chris Brown lyrics? Uh, that's what I want to know. And so is, is, <laughs> is that what we doing now? I just want to know is, is that what we doing now though? Because Outside of fucking deuces, I don't even know any Chris Brown like, to be honest. So you, because the person who posted this said I'm a real big Chris Brown fan, everything yep. like that. Yep. So you okay with him allegedly beating bitches up? You okay yep. with him uh, allegedly stalking bitches and ruining relationships and doing all the negative and all the fucked up bullshit? You just talked a the, lot of shit about Vic and Carucci a week ago, you know and saying? then said his account all got the, hacked. The, the alleged toxic behavior. You a fucking fan of all that shit? But yeah. the second he says something that probably offends you because. You possibly have what the masses may think as not nice hair. Yeah. Then that's your that's your that's your barometer, right? So are we holding everybody to a social standard? Because you okay with him being a drug addict? Mm. You okay with the misogyny in the music? You you okay with everything else? But that one thing that possibly hits home for you, that's yeah. when you stop being a fan. Cause she said, like, I'm not gonna be a fan no more. I'm yeah. gonna delete all the music. Like that's the that's the thing. Because so, it's a whole bunch of fucked up shit. So now between now, then and now, now yeah, yeah, let's yeah. not take it there. Then, well, we listen to rap music, right? We love Jay Z. We love we love all these rappers who all say questionable, 
fucked up shit when Facts. you want to break it down. Facts. Like, so, like, is this what we're doing? So, on the surface. No, no, no. To your point, literally exactly to your point, correlating it to the lyric, the song lyric. Forget the response. I ain't even there yet. The song lyric says, only want to fuck the black bitches with the nice hair. What I noticed, the people who were mad about that lyric, the majority of them were mad about the nice hair comment. Not a single person mentioned the black bitches comment. So that's that 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 baffles me because he didn't, he didn't say with the straight hair. Yeah, he didn't say with the natural hair. Yeah. He said nice. Yeah, that's an adjective. Yeah, like and he didn't even say the the term that we know the movie Chris Brown or Chris Rock made good hair. He didn't even say good hair. So everybody ignored black bitches and went straight to nice hair. Like let's we gonna keep it a buck, yeah. women. You know when somebody here ain't nice. Cause y'all talk about the shit all the time. Y'all talk about eh. people edges. Y'all talk about people ponytails. Eh. Y'all talk about they braids. Y'all talk about like literally, you know when something looks good, when something does not look good. Yeah. That doesn't specifically say if you have na- cause I guess the connotation is, oh, you mean straight hair. Yep. But that's not what he said. But the connotation is because it's it's the internet. He has an album coming out. Let's create some controversy surrounding him. That's the narrative. But like that's he said nice. Yeah. Like you can have nice hair and fucking have a mohawk. I don't know. Like yeah. it's and nice I, hair. So I actually when do, I first do, read that lyric, do you not like nice hair? I love nice hair. Do you like unnice hair? I don't like unnice hair. <laughs> I don't I, uh, No, no, no. So it's funny when I first read that lyric. First of all, again, with a nigga dropping a 32 track album, I'm never going to catch that one line out of 32 random tracks where only like five of them are even good but more important than that when i first read the lyric i didn't focus on nice hair i literally i stopped at black bitches and literally said out loud because i was by myself so i read the lyric and i was like this nigga be fooling dog like fam you have enough issues with women i'm not even gonna throw out black women yeah. You have enough issues with women, period. You've had the Rihanna thing, uh, whatever. That's a long time ago. If cats want to forgive you for that or if people want to say, hey, we give him a second chance, he was young, whatever. I, I never was that nigga. I have a very, like, I have a weird uh, or I guess maybe stern issue with domestic violence and abuse of women. I'm not with that shit. So I'm not with that shit. So I never was one to say, oh, well, he was young. No, he was in his 20s. Like, fam, I was in my 20s and knew not to beat a woman and smash her head on the dashboard and bite her fingers. I'm like, what? I, that was me. If a nigga biting fingers, he getting fucked up. Fam. Like, in real life, no one just goes for the finger. Fam, like you, if you, you biting a, fingers, that means she's trying to, like, get away or, like, trying to restrain you. And you saying, bitch, you. I will not be restrained. Or... Let me go. Yeah. Like, I, cause you know, you, yeah, I, I got an older brother. So, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. And that's the thing. You know, so when I, I was know losing, what that means, I'm gonna do something like, uh, let me, let me bite the nigga. Let me put him in. Like, I need something. Anyway, that don't matter. No, no, no. The moment that I bash a woman's head on the dashboard of my Ferrari, fam, that's it's wild. something we'll, but look, I never was one to say, yo, well, he was just young. He ain't no no better. Again, I was a 20 something and I never did that shit. You can get over that, but not over this lyric. So y'all, a lot of folks got over that. And that was trippy. Cause I was like, a lot of folks who got over that were women. And that kind of blew my mind. Like granted, I don't ever want to see a young black man career just be thrown to the wayside because of one incident. But depending on the incident, 
because it's been the post Rihanna shit that's been like telling like all right fam you did one thing you was young whatever whatever I mean they got back together after that shit they got back together years later fam they got back together he got with Karuchi he called Karuchi a wild ass bitch he was putting out shit about her and Drea and the threesomes they was having which sound like a litty threesome but I'm not gonna talk about it uh it was a lot going on where he still showed like no he has a massive disrespect for black women and I think women in general and women in general, I go there with you. So I don't think he like uplifting white women. I think he just a shitty person. I just don't think he likes women. And so that song lyric again was telling because he said, I like only like fucking black bitches with the nice hair. Nobody cared about the black bitches. So just fuck my sisters and all they blackness. And I'm like, the fact he specified black bitches, like really? I got an issue with like that, we, bro. Like, cause now we can get into the actual issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now it's just a category of women. Like the only time I'm ever gonna mess with y'all is if y'all look really a uh, look a good certain way. Yeah. Then I fuck with y'all. If not, you just like what you just a good person. No, fuck that shit. Get out of here. Yeah. Um. So. No, I I just I didn't feel it. I didn't like the black bitches part of that. The nice hair part of that. I feel like that was very carefully worded. I can't I can't find an argument with, with when you say I like nice hair. It, hey, a lot of women that know me know that I get my hair cut weekly. I keep a haircut. You've never seen me with a bad lineup since I was like in fifth grade. So my hairline used to be a tragedy. So let me ask but you. a lot of chicks tell me, yo, you have a nice haircut or you have a nice lineup. Or what a lady told me that today when I was getting gas. She told me I had a nice haircut and I smell good. And I was like, go on and give me 40 on one. <laughs> Nigga, I literally, I got about 13.58 on that card, and then I ain't even go back in there and get my change. I said, keep that, keep that. Y'all got it. But uh, so the nice part, I feel like that was a carefully worded lyric that wasn't written by Chris Brown. I feel like that everybody getting their songs written. Did Chris Brown even write this song? No, facts he didn't. Um, But I, the black bitches part really bothered me. But then. But it's like. We hear rappers call people bitches all the time. Facts. Shit, we use the word all the time. Oh, I'm not saying it ain't a contradiction. If anything, I'm saying, yo, as a nigga who's had an issue with women and being abusive toward women, and again, since the abuse has never tapered off, like he's had very many instances where he's like, bitch, you da 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 da. Like when women say shit about him, he go in all the way. So as a nigga who's had plenty of instances where women were not treated treated properly and treated like women should be he should watch his fucking mouth but more importantly his response was telling because when you get in that backlash instead of saying hey that was just a song lyric or instead of even emphasizing like hey i said nice hair to mean like you know their hair is done or whatever it's i don't know whatever however he would have worded it because because she was like what is nice hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't start that. Fam. Don't start that shit, man. Because you know what the fuck nice hair is. Because instead of saying yo, I didn't mean quote unquote good hair. I meant whatever, whatever he meant. Whatever the adjective, y'all know what this shit means. Fam. Some people had their hair done. Some people don't have it done. And one looks more attractive than the other. Now, that don't mean you a bad person. That don't mean if you if your hair yo your, your hair be natural and that shit look good. But he ain't done. do that. He did. Weird ass, angry ass people from the bottom of my balls. I don't give a fuck about y'all negative booty face ass bitches. Like he went in and it was like, I get it though. Whoa. But I get it though. Like if every time you say something, nah. if everybody is offended by nah. every single thing you say, I'm not saying that that's my, re that's, yeah. that's not like my response, but like 
at some point. Like, I would hate to be a celebrity in this thing. But see, that's the thing that I'm not giving him. I'm not giving him that celebrity benefit of the doubt. And the only reason why, because nigga, beyond the Rihanna shit, we can... I ain't let go of the Rihanna shit, but I'm like, most of his fans have let go of the Rihanna shit and got right back to business. Fam, these was your fans that was... That felt a little disrespected by that lyric. So when they say, yo, when they voice their disrespect or voice their opinion to say, yo, I wasn't really feeling that lyric... If your immediate response was, you ugly booty face bitches, da da da, whoa, nigga, because you already a nigga that we roll with through yeah, all, a situation. You on, on eggshells already. You've been on thin ice, my nigga, and we've been riding for you because one thing I'm going to get Chris Brown fans, they ride hard. I done been in some of them shade room comments and got told to kill myself. I'll be like, damn, y'all going hard. But it's like, so a lot of them fans was like, fam, we, one girl I actually saw, I was going through the comments, she was like, Fam, she added them too. She was like, fam, I just spent $200 on your upcoming tour. Like, I'm like, my ticket was $200 to come see you. And she was like, I'm not what people would say is a quote unquote nice hair having young woman. But she was like, and I guess I looked at her picture because it was a public profile. I don't know if it still is. But I did look at the girls. But she had like a natural hairstyle. So so listen. Yeah. Now this becomes an internal thing. Mm-hmm. Because your hair is natural. You mm-hmm. yourself think it's not nice. No, no. Facts. Because I'm, I'm cool with natural hair. Facts. And it looks I'm nice. great with natural hair. But like you yourself, you heard only nice hair. And subconsciously you thought into yourself. Since I have natural hair, it's not nice. But here's like, the that's thing, some personal shit. Here's the thing, though. Because it's Chris Brown and because you've been on skating, you've been skating on thin ice since whenever that Rihanna shit happened, 2009 or 10, whatever year that was. Don't say shit about nice hair. Don't say shit about good hair. Because all I'm doing, especially when all you date are half Asian black women, you ain't dating, quote unquote, natural haired Whatever, nigga, you ain't dating the Afro Puff women. You dating all the so, nigga, watch your fucking mouth. And again, this is just my personal opinion on his music. Forget all the personal shit. Forget the. I don't think the nigga's nearly as great as people say he is. I think he's talented. But fam, I just listened in the last week to all thirty-two of them tracks. I actually listened to that whole album about one and a half times. It may be six songs on there that I can like go back to and say, I remember that. You just putting out shit to be putting out shit, fam. You not that great. Well, now You um, ain't saying shit to me that I care about. I ain't playing this 20 years from now. Uh, somebody made it, asked online, like, has anybody listened to the Chris Mount album? And he yeah. said, like, no, actually listen, because it was so many songs when they turn it on, it just ended up being like background. It's music. just fluff. Yeah. But now, I mean, that's the whole streaming shit. He Man. Just, he was the one who did it the first time. He dropped yeah, like with 60. the forty joint. Yeah, last album was like forty whatever and then tracks. Deluxe yeah. dropped twenty more. Man. But like, like, cause you listen to thirty two streams. Yep. Uh, normally, you'd have listened to the album one time. It yeah. had twelve tracks on there. Yeah. But now I didn't double and tripled up my streaming because I go back to hear that. But yeah, yeah I get where you but at now. It's a it's a it's a it's a monetary thing that everyone's doing. So that's yep. why the songs are getting shorter and shorter. Yeah. And people's albums are getting shorter and shorter because if I drop eight songs and the whole album is 26 minutes or 24 minutes, you'll listen to that more times. I'm going to get more streams. Uh, a stream counts at 30 seconds. So yeah. if I make the song 90, 90 seconds, a minute and a half, you're going to run this shit back a, a, bu- a few times and shit. So now I, I'm starting to look at like the music side and how many songs people got. 
on as a business tip. Yeah. But like the quality of the actual songs, like where is the quality of the actual song? And that's where I think he's lacking in my personal opinion. I think he's been lacking. Like this ain't new. This ain't just because of the album that just dropped. And it ain't just because it's the 30 track album or the 40 track album before that. Like I just think the quality of that nigga albums have been lacking. Like when you give me 30 or 40 tracks and at most I can only pull 10 of them and say like, yeah, these I could rock with these ten or these eight. Like, fam, you're not giving me nothing. That's too much. That's overkill. And you disrespecting women. So I'm just really not. So what's an R and B album? Daniel Caesar. That you like from beginning to end. Well, my favorite album of all time, R and B album of all time, is male R and B. Male R and B album of all time is Carl Thomas Emotional. Mm. Oh one. That's my, I think it's a perfect album. And the reason I think it's perfect, front to back, I don't have one skip, not even the uh, interludes. All the nigga, I, he, he dropped a poem in the middle of the album. And I know the poem by heart. By my nigga uh, uh, Malik Youssef. Shout out to Malik Youssef, straight out Chicago. Uh, it's such a good album. That there's not, like, I don't even think to skip a song or skip a track or even skip the interludes. That's my part. But I know that since 01, R&B has evolved into a little bit different sound. uh, Confessions. Confessions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's another album by anybody Uh, that's just, like, dope? Justin Timberlake 2020 Experience. I love that. I love that. The first one. because he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we don't even acknowledge part two. Part two was... Tritted it to that shit. I'm talking about. But that first one? In his bag. Woo! Nine minute songs, six minute songs, all of them. And all of them switched to a different beat, different. Like they almost turned into a completely different song. That's an amazing album. Strawberry Bubblegum? Oh, man. Nigga, uh, Spaceship Coop? Oh, man. Like that's an amazing album. That's a fam. Timberland and Justin Timberlake together. Are a different type of That's team. That's when I was fucking with Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Man in the Woods, Justin. I didn't, I didn't, I, I wasn't fucking with Justin before then yeah. or after then. So before then, a lot of people loved Future Sex Love Sounds. I personally thought that was an overrated album, but people, it had that joint with T.I. I heard the singles. Yeah, yeah. It I had the T.I. joint and a lot of people got into it. I stole that album from Best Buy That's when the I worked only, there. The 2020 is the only album I've listened to. 2020 ever. is a great album, bro. Great album. So when I think of, again, so all right. Let me when I because I've talked Chris Brown a lot on Facebook. Justin Timberlake, Future Sex Love Sounds, which is a lot of people favorite, or Twenty Twenty, Michael Jackson, Thriller or Off the Wall. I personally think Off the Wall is a better album. That's just me. But again, Thriller is the Michael Jackson like quintessential. Confessions eighty seven. Confession eighty seven on one. Prince, you can go Purple Rain and you don't even need a second one. But he ha- Prince put out an album every year for like thirty seven years straight. I'm gonna throw his name out there. A bunch of different ones you can And that's when I think Chris Brown I've literally always said What's the one that you point me to When I say I want to hear the dope The Chris Brown album That made Chris Brown Chris Brown The Chris Brown album that makes y'all say he a legend It's hard for me because I've listened to Chris Brown um, As far as When he was younger I listened to his music on the radio Yeah um, but that's not my lane. Yeah, he was a teeny bopper and all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now as he got older and and and, and grew as an adult, I can. This is more of like quote unquote my music I can listen to, but I, I I don't hold him in that regard. Yeah. 
like album wise. Now it's some fucking songs and like yeah. nigga, this shit is dope. I got my playlist I put together, but like yeah. I was never Random as fuck. I just text one of my coworkers. I like texting white people black emojis. That shit makes me feel like real good in my heart. Like I just you know, text I got, her the middle finger and it was three IOS, black middle fingers. I got iOS thirteen on my phone and shit. Shout out. Um so you know, they make the you know the me emojis? Yeah, yeah. You can use those as emojis now. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all the all the crying face and everything they put your face on that bitch so i just yeah. been, i've been using them bitches yeah man I, I really enjoy that like shout out to white people that accept my black emojis because i never send a yellow like i'm this is send a fist fam fam i love sending a fist I'm to fine, white people i'm gonna find fam. a way to send this goddamn fist yeah or i'm gonna find a way to send this middle finger like i just sent my coworker. um but anyway so even when i think of chris brown and and what he's done musically i've never been such a fan I can recognize talent. That man's uberly talented. But even like, so when I start thinking of his albums, I go, yo, you're not, you're not giving me R&B albums. You're giving me a third R&B, a third pop, a third hip hop. I don't even know how to listen to your projects. Yeah. So when you're giving me 30 joints, I'd rather you give me three different albums, 10 of them R&B, 10 of them hip hop, 10 of them pop. Give me that if you got to get that out your system. But when you give me a whole little mosh of all that, I don't really care about that. And all that sound trash, dog. But, uh, yeah, man, I just, I don't know. I wasn't feeling his comments. I don't like his approach to women. I don't like his approach to black women. And you not giving me nothing musically that makes me say, because a lot of, like, when we think about, like, a lot of the the musical legends, right, everybody from a Dr. Dre to a James Brown, a lot of these dudes were abusive to women. And that's not something that we champion, right? That's not something at that all. we promote. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. But even if I say, yo, Dr. Dre, you was a piece of shit when you was beating up women back in the 80s and 90s, or James Brown, you was a piece of shit when you was pistol whipping women and pulling guns on a man, like when they came in there to try to stop the pistol whipping. Yo, one thing I can say is I still see your, I still see your brilliance. I still see your genius. You was a piece of shit. And I don't like nothing you was doing with women. I don't like nothing how you was treating women. But you throw that James Brown album out there. I I get it. I get why niggas were drawn to you, even when you was a piece of shit. Chris Brown, I'm starting to lose my understanding of why people are drawn to you the way they are drawn to you. Cause you a piece of shit and you giving me very mediocre products. Like I'm not, I'm not, I listened to that Chris Brown album and I walked away. Like, let me go listen to this Freddie Gibbs and this Benny album. So let me, I, I, I won't act like I, do. I just don't like that nigga. I'm gonna keep it a bug. I won't act like I don't know. Uh, where this is coming from, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I understand the sentiment. Yeah, yeah. And why people took the nice hair, yep, as natural hair. Facts. Um, the shade room posted this today. Um, look at this young lady. What do you think about her? Yo, I saw that on Facebook. Somebody posted that in one of my groups on Facebook. First of all, she fine. Let fine me throw that out. There. Right? She you fine. So her boyfriend yeah. basically don't like her her short natural her short cut. Yeah, and he all like. You gotta change this shit. Uh, yeah. It's hard. He was for us talking to about it's. I can't be aroused by you and all. He was going ham he was in that going text. Ham. Like I told, like I started to dump you as soon as you did it. Yeah, but like I, but I try to give you a chance and you know that, but I just ain't feeling you. Like now that it's been a minute, you just look terrible. Yeah. Like dog was talking to her nuts. Then he was bro. like, "Why you think your mama's still single? She don't know how to take care of a man. You'll be a good wife." So, like listen, so much niggas. And their expectation of women and what they should do with their hair, that shit is baffling to me. 
Fam. Now, I respect the fact that you like what you like yeah. and you put that up front or whatever the fuck, yeah. but like that shit is baffling. So I understand where that backlash comes yeah. from. And it's like whenever you see or 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 you think that that's the underlying tone, people gonna jump in and jump on him. Yeah. Um, I don't know if technically that's what he was saying and he wanted to find a, a PC way to say it. Yeah. Like I'm only gonna fuck with bitches, his words, not mine. With the straight hair or whatever, and, yeah, yeah. and nice was a, a different word to use natural, yeah, because that's where all the anger is coming from, right? Yep. and 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 rightfully so if that's what he was saying because there's nothing wrong with natural hair. There's just nothing wrong with it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You look good, you look good, whatever. Um, but this nigga was a uh, was wild, and yeah, he was no, that text was disrespectful as hell. It was nuts. It was. Like when dudes, how you talk to your woman like that, bro? Piece of shit, man. Like I, I'm, I'm raised different. We come from a, a wild era. I'm not going to talk to no woman like that, bro. Especially my woman. Like, fam, you talking crazy to the woman you got to go to the crib with. Like, you got to go there at the end of the night. That's you. Then he broke up with shit. They broke up like we yeah. should go our separate ways. And then a couple weeks later, like. I love you. Oh, yeah, it, weird, it was just nuts. Weird shit, dog. Niggas be oh, weirdos. Somebody just tagged me. ASAP Rocky beat up one of his fans. They said it was on film from whatever, like. Not everybody built. want to be the baby. So look, now they said whatever building was it was at, the, the fans said, like, ASAP Rocky put his hands on me and, like, it showed it from the angle of a camera that was nearby. So it looked bad for ASAP Rocky, but they said ASAP Rocky people actually had a video of the whole shit, uh, the whole thing, and said the guy had been like following them like all through New York and had been stalking them. So it was on some self defense. He beat dog. <laughs> oh man. Uh. Anyway, man, Chris Brown, dog, stop being a fuck nigga. Put out some better music. Focus on what you're doing. Um. Cause yeah, I'm not feeling you. I'm not feeling the way you talking to women. I'm not feeling the way you uh you talk to black women. I'm not feeling the way you describe black women. I'm just not feeling you, dog. And then after all of that, you ain't even giving me music I could like really vibe to. You giving me 32 tracks where 29 of them is trash. Like I'm I'm cool, bro. Like relax. I'm not feeling you, dog. But fuck that. Let's get into. I actually got a dope Blackberry letter for us. Let's go. Let's get into some of these bars. Hold up. Hold on. Let me uh, turn the camera back on for this Blackberry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We about to get the camera back popping so y'all can see our live reactions to these Blackberry letters. Actually have two. I was thinking about saving one till next week. Let me review them real quick, see which one is better, which one might be a little bit more spicy. All right, let's get into this one. All right, so I have a question. Fellas. Are you okay with dating a woman that makes substantially more than you and is more successful? Would that make you feel intimidated? Would you expect her to pay for dates, trips, split the rent, etc.? How you feel? Uh, I do not care. <laughs> like, I, I don't care. Yeah. Um, and so... No, I do not care. Um, I am who I am. Yep. Um, no one from the outside, um, no opinion from the outside can change who I am as a person. I'm never going to feel less than a man um, if I am. Um, like, I don't even know what that means. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, I'm I am perfectly fine. 
Um, where I think the confusion comes in when those questions or questions like these are presented is because the assumption is because the person makes substantially more, the implication is that you don't make anything. Yeah. So let's say in my job at insert company here, I make 80,000 a year. Yeah. You make 280,000 a year. Like 80,000 a year ain't like no chump change. Yeah. Like I can still take you on a fucking date. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I can still no. take care of you. We, we're absolutely still able to go to yeah. Benihana. That's fact. Now, as far as like doing half on the rent, like nigga, you may take care of that shit. Yeah. Like, like so, you make someone like you yeah. possibly would want, I don't know. Just because you make a lot of money don't mean you want to live somewhere else that. Yeah. I, we can't fit, find or can't afford on $80,000 salary or the great Sean Carter said what you eat don't make me shit I've never given a f- I've never even asked How much what my lady made? made Never. I don't care I don't care what my girl currently makes I know for a fact that my ex made more money than me and I don't know that because I asked her I know because she talked about money Every single day, and after a while, I was able to just put two and two together. Like, or this the, the oh, and she had like she literally had a calendar of how much money she spent, like in her office at her crib. So like, I would I would work from her office a lot. Like if I was there, cause she ain't live in Detroit. So if I was there to visit her, I would be in her office working, getting it on. And like, I naturally see the calendar, and I'm like, oh shit, you just spent four grand in a week. Or like you just work in a pro- profession that has a higher ceiling than the profession Fam, that I work in. She's a fucking chemist at fucking. I'm not gonna say the company, but yeah, she makes a lot of fucking money doing what she does. I get it. I never cared, and more importantly, it never made a difference. So like, if you make whatever you yeah, w- yeah. want to make, and you want to live in Birmingham, mm-hmm. go live in fucking Birmingham. Hey. Do I have to go to Beverly Hills? Nope. Because I'm like, you know what nope. I'm saying? And to to the point you just made uh, with my current girl, with my ex-girl, with my ex before that girl, it never made a difference because I'm going to do what I'm going to do regardless. I don't not I don't make zero dollars. I'm all right. So however much I make is more than enough to take care of you and make sure you can eat. Like I hate them kind of conversations. Like, yeah. I hate them kind of conversations because... It always leads to like these hypothetical situations yeah. that most people have never actually been in. Um, it does matter to an extent. Yeah. When planning purchases of homes yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah. you know what matters more to that extent? Your credit score. You know what matters more to that extent? Because you may got the bag yeah. and I got the credit. Yeah. If if I'm over here with twenty grand cash, cause I stacked up, but my credit score is a three eighty. Because I ain't never in my life looked at my credit and seen like, oh, back when I was a teenager, my mom had something in my name and I never knew. And that went into uh, delinquency and this went into that. And I never paid this bill and my student loans is bad. If this is my wife hey. and we together in this union, um, like where we want to live at? Hey. Can we can we afford it? Can we? So I right, let's let's talk about this for a minute to this question. The whole splitting rent, that conversation. 
my very first thing that I want to say about that conversation, stop counting people pockets. Facts. If you're not in that relationship, don't worry about how they paying that rent. Don't if they splitting it 50-50, if they splitting it 70-30, if the dude paying 100% or if the woman paying 100%. You know this only a this is only a conversation with, among poor people. Correct. Like if I don't have It's just a fact. If we don't have enough money, like if it's an issue, well, how do we come up with the money eh. to pay for it? Eh. Because we've just been living in a system where it's that eh. historically we just haven't had it, right? But it's the same conversation you and I have had about kicking your child out at 18 yeah. and forcing them to, whether they go to college or they go work, we just forcing them out of the house instead of allowing them, if they need to, to stay there, stack up money, and then go live a comfortable life once they're ready. Fam, I, this is how I look at it. If I'm dating a woman, and let's say we have an apartment, and that apartment is fourteen hundred a month, sixteen hundred a month, whatever hundred a month, and I pay that in full. Cool, we live in a nice one or two bedroom apartment that's sixteen hundred a month, whatever, and we good, we comfortable, we ain't no kids. But if I could be dating that same woman. And we split that in some form, whether it's 50-50, whether it's 70-30, whether it's 60-40. And that split now allows us to live in a larger apartment that might be 1900 a month or maybe two bands a month. But now we're splitting it. So now instead of spending $16, i am spending, let's say $2,000, i am spending a grand. So now $600 a month, I'm saving. Now I could stack that $600 a month. I could spend that six hundred a month. I could stack it. I could spend it. I could save it for a house. Usually, save it for is, a ring. This is a conversation that happens around people who aren't good with finances. Facts. Because regardless of who makes the most money, hey, one of you, two heads is better than one. No matter what you say, bro. One of you gonna have to be able to control the finances. Um, I've been in relationships where uh, I'm the one who control the finances. Yeah, like I'm making sure I make sure that I've lived with women before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I make sure the rent get paid because some people are just bad with paying bills. Facts. Bad with with saving. Bad Facts. with everything. So like, don't put all your worth on a on a paycheck. And like, yeah. you're supposed to be if you're the head of the house as as the man. If you're supposed to be the head of the household. Just because you don't make the two hundred eighty thousand dollars that yeah. your brain surgeon wife yeah. makes, so like you gotta so all right fine. If if you think that way, then in your profession, give me the list of professions of women that you can talk to. Yeah, because now you're gonna have to start off all your conversation. What you do for a living? I'm sorry that that has a higher ceiling than yeah. I'm ever gonna make. I can't talk to you. That's whack. So I grew up. I'm not going to say poor because I always had a roof over my head. I feel like if you say poor, that means you were absolutely homeless. So I feel like I won't be irresponsible with the word, but I grew up with. But we was poor. Yeah, we was poor. And I I grew up with not a lot of money. I come from some very uh, decrepit places and not ashamed of it at all. But what I learned was because I was still in school. I was still a charismatic young kid and I still like women and wanted to highlight women knowing that I don't really have a ton of money to be able to put into like if I ask her out and she say yes I can't take her to the greatest places in Michigan and in the metro area so I looked at it like yo I'm gonna make do regardless I'm gonna make this look good regardless I'm gonna make this happen regardless 
But it doesn't necessarily mean that if you make more bread than me, you're out of my league. You're never out of my league. Not a human on earth is out of my fucking league, yeah. nigga. I don't give a fuck if you Rihanna or if you the most basic chick on the planet, like whatever that might look like. You not out of my league, nigga. I'm still a man. You still a woman. Facts. Period. When we break that down, man to woman, I can holler at you. And I'm not never, ever going to look at that and say, yo, I'm beneath you or I can't pull you. No, fam. I'm the son of a motherfucking Why OG. I'm the grandson of a nigga that was literally a pimp. My granddaddy was a pimp. And not to highlight that, but like, nigga, I learned a lot of game growing up, bro. You can't fucking pull that wool over my eyes that make me think somehow, some way, because you make a certain amount of money as a woman, you better than me. Like, why would you let an external circumstance dictate your relationship? Facts. Facts. Like, these random questions that come out. Man. So now you 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 act funny to a woman who's... So you in college. Yeah. And you want to be a teacher. She want to be a doctor. Fam, she going to make more money than you. That's a fact. So do, so what, you now you don't... You going you gonna, to you gonna, you gonna not support her through her college and her studies and shit like that? But to your point, as a man who makes... 80 grand and your woman makes 280 grand i'm not just gonna look at that 80 grand and say you slumping niggas a lot of people on earth that don't make 80 grand fam, how much the lights cost <laughs> fam we talked about it however many episodes ago on this podcast the median wage in michigan or in metro detroit is like 35 grand so if I'm making 80, I'm making more than double the median. Nigga, I'm living a great life at 80 grand in Michigan, bro, in Metro Detroit. So I'm not going to just let, like, sit up here and let a woman that's making 280000 make me feel inferior. So listen, if I paid all the bills. Facts. With my 80000 Which I can with my 80000 Then that means it's 280000 That's just going to, like, I wouldn't mind paying it, every single bill. Because you can go buy all the toys. Yeah, because here's my thing. Here's how a lot of people look at that. Like when the man pays all the bills, the woman's able to save up and do her thing and da da da. No, if we're in a real marriage, and I'm saying marriage, I'm not saying relationship, because a lot of y'all be thinking y'all in a committed something and y'all ain't married and it don't work out like that. Listen, me and my woman get married. Yeah. You got student loan debt. Yeah. We're going to pay off your debt. We're paying off your debt. We are going to say, uh, we're going to look at all of our finances. Yep. Which one of these is the smallest bill? Yeah, let's all, pay that off. We are going to double up let's on pay that off because yep. two of the like we are going to do this and we're going to yep. make and in my shit, I make sure she f straight first. Yeah, we'll pay off all your shit first. Yep. Both of our incomes, I'll pay whatever I, my my whatever. But like we gonna make sure all your shit straight. Yeah. Then once your shit is straight and you're solid, then we'll focus on then mine. Then we pay off mine. You know what I'm saying? And then we're just good. But like, why would you like? This Yo. is so remedial when we when you it's a poor nigga combo. That's real. That, like real shit. Let me just go ahead and say this is a nigga conversation. And first of all, I want to shout out my dog Q. Um if y'all need uh headshots or if y'all need studio space or if y'all whatever y'all doing, highlight my dog Q. He does a lot. He got his new studio opening later this year. Um he doing a lot of events like Q getting it in. But shout out to Q and his wife cuz they posted on uh Instagram and it went locally viral. Him and his wife paid off all their debt. They got together and they did exactly what Jay just said. We got one of our other homies that we both know. 
doing the exact same thing. Fam, and that's, fam, when you are married and you've committed to someone, male or female, for the rest of your life, this is about working together. I don't care how much my wife makes compared to how much I make. Let's put it all together and divide it. We got into this union. This is our debt. This is our, because here's the thing. When you sign that marriage certificate and I sign that marriage certificate, you, you merged, inherit my debt. Fam, we merge, like in literally, yeah. you have merged two businesses. Fam, if I am at zero debt entering my marriage and my wife is at, let's say, 30000 we got in 30, debt, then we are 30000 in debt because what her debt does literally impacts every single credit score I have, every credit bureau that I'm in. Like, come on, fam. This ain't just her on her own no more. I want to stop these these conversations fam, forward. That, and it's, this it's is like, why I pulled that it's like letter, it's like six or seven of the 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 debates that go around yeah. every year. To, uh, hey, every y'all, y'all splitting rent. And again, going back to my initial point, before you even start counting the dollars, stop counting other niggas' pockets. That's problem act, number one. And stop acting like group epi- group economics don't work, fam. If you because guess what? If you won't practice group economics, damn, I can't talk. Group ep- group <laughs> economics. <laughs> he this nigga say. Jay got me messing up. If group you, economics in your own union. Yeah. Then how you gonna do it for the black people? Because here's the thing, dog. Me and Jay, let's say I go to the bank right now and I can get a loan, hypothetically, for a hundred grand. And I can get a hundred grand to buy a house in Detroit or buy a building in Detroit or buy whatever in Detroit. But let's say I grouped with Jay and now me and Jay can both go get a hundred grand. Now we got two hundred grand to buy that same home. But guess what? Now we able to fix that home and now we're able to take that home and make it something now we're able to take that building and now put some inventory in it and now we could do a lot more with it with 200 grand than i could do on my own with 100 grand we be so worried about stuff yeah Who, what, we, what kind of stuff are we gonna buy with you know all we worried money? about we worried about stuff and we worried about how that stuff look that's the problem with black people dog that's the problem we, with some people I, I i feel it i feel it i don't like what we think about, what we worry about, what we concern ourselves about. Because yeah. we don't concern ourselves. Small-minded conversation. We don't concern ourselves with the bottom line. What we concern ourselves is with the image. Don't concern yourself with the image. Because if you and your husband can get together and go buy a house that's worth four hundred grand, and that 10 years from now, y'all might be able to fix up and make that mug worth eight hundred grand. guess what? You and your husband just made four hundred grand. If he pays for all of it and he can only afford a house that's worth 90 grand then guess what y'all ain't making 400 grand off that 90 like that's just a fact be smart don't be stupid man all right i got one more blackberry letter for us and then we're gonna just jump into our anniversary talk yeah uh in a relationship shout out to the homie this one of the homies uh locally she says in a relationship if something is missing or needs to be corrected how do you express that to your mate? I'm thinking intimacy wise. How long do you give them to fix the issue before you move on or you start cheating? What would you do? How many times would you express it? So with her throwing in the, she had it in parentheses, I'm thinking intimacy. I'm guessing she's talking about the bedroom. Okay. If something ain't happening in the bedroom, how would you bring it up? And how many times would you bring it up before you cheat or whatever? <laughs> It would be a black woman. Like cheat not. or a move on was her <laughs> It thing. would be a woman asking about the cheating because, you know, black men don't cheat. Facts. Uh, I mean, this is a marriage or relationship? What did she say? Let me go back just to make sure I'm not being. 
She said, in a relationship. That's the first first few words, in a relationship. I mean, listen. Even though sex is not the most important part. Of a relationship. Of a relationship. Facts. I mean, it is very important. Facts. Like, um, so if that's an important role in your relationship and that's an area that's that's not being satisfied, that's definitely something to discuss, something to talk about. Um, once you talk about it, once you discuss it, and if it can't happen, it'll be a discussion of why it can't happen. Like, are you asking something from someone that they simply cannot give you? Yeah. And then you have to have a discussion, well, is this something that's, is this person yeah. worth me not having this one particular item? Yeah. If so, then you go without. Facts. If that is the answer to the question. If that's not the answer to the question, then there's a discussion. And then you go your separate ways. Yeah. I don't necessarily say cheat. Yeah. Because this is a person that you yeah, care about. Yeah, you can't break up before you cheat. And love. I just want right? to throw that out there. Um, But, like, if I'm in a So what if I got the perfect woman? Yeah. She just don't give head. Oh, man. Like, do I want to give this woman away or do I just want to get some head from some bitch, some random and yeah. like I'll be good and our shit will be perfect? Or, I don't know. Or the third option, do you want to talk to her and let her know? She's like, I, this is vows discussing. I'm never going to do it. I don't like it. All right. Well, if she say that, then it's like, do you mind if I get it somewhere else? Cause then I feel like I feel like between you bringing it up initially, her saying, yo, this vow and discussing, I'm never going to do it. Between that and you cheating or between that and you leaving some her. Some sort of a compromise. I feel like there will be some compromise. Like, I feel like she's going to try it just to make sure it's violent discussing with you. Because that's the thing. A lot of y'all are giving head to niggas that don't drink water. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. So, them niggas might not taste the greatest to y'all. Um, but and drink a gallon a day. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe that's, you know, maybe that's not your problem no more. Um, but then it's like... You know, it's again, it's steps between when you bring it up as an issue and when you leave or when you cheat or whatever. We don't here at This Week in Culture, we're not condoning cheating at all. Black men don't cheat. But more importantly, we just feel like it's it's a way around that. It's a conversation to be had with whoever you with, with your girl or with your dude. Like you could talk to them and you can say Yo, I'm not feeling this. Like you're not doing something or you're doing something, but you're doing it maybe in a way that I'm not enjoying and I'm not into it. Maybe we could do that a little bit differently. But like if you in a relationship with somebody that ain't giving head and they not willing to give you head and you've expressed to them, yo, I need some head, then I start to question like maybe they not the person for you. Cause then that so to your point saying like she the perfect girl, but she don't give head. Maybe her not giving you head, even though you've expressed you wanted it, is kind of showing you she's actually a little more selfish than you might have thought. Because, yeah, now we're talking about head, but let's say we get married down the line. and Or she get it, and it's just horrible. And so a lot of women are self-conscious about their head skills. So maybe she give you head, and it's up to you to maybe boost her up and let her know, like, yeah, you sucking the shit out of that motherfucker. But then, again, if she hitting you with the teeth in that bottom row, I don't know how. I don't, I don't know. It's a wild situation, but I don't really cheat wanna, on her. I really want to go into a, a story, but I, I I won't. Yeah, no, no, no. We ain't gonna get into no, no bags. But uh, don't cheat. Don't cheat, male or female. Don't cheat on your girl. Don't cheat on your dude. I don't, mean, ultimately, it's it's so had a conversation first. So there's there's always a reason. Facts. So if it's not coming, 
the way that you wanted to come pause. Yeah. That shit sound wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so no. if something's not happening. No, Jay a nasty nigga, bro. <laughs> so <if> something's not <laughs> happening and y'all had a discussion, like there is a reason why. And it's a reason why that someone's not doing what you want them or what you asking them to do. If they said they would, if they said they would do it and they don't, there yeah. is a reason that it's not happening. Yeah. So does this, do you, this person mean enough to you to find out and uncover why that is? Because yeah. if that's the breakthrough and once y'all figure that shit out, everything's good. Or it's, it could be one of the situations like, look, I shouldn't have to do all this shit. Yeah, man. So, Ultimately though, man, I just, I think that, that question is going to differ from person to person. It's definitely going to go from person to person, but I feel like ultimately the answer is talk to them, and if nothing changes after you all talk, if you brought it up a couple times, you ain't got to stay in the whole relationship and spend it complaining about what, what's missing or what you don't like. Have but a legitimate talk, though. Have a real... So be a hundred. I, I said that shit last Thursday. Nigga, you was cussing me out at the yeah. time. That don't count. So that's the thing, too. Like, talk when you actually can voice your concern. Don't talk when you're angry. Don't talk when you're so uh, into the moment that you're not really bringing up your point. Like, no. Be able to sit and have that discussion. And it's possibly... So I talk for a living. Yeah. And I teach people how to talk and interact. And oftentimes, people would like to come to like a self-discovery mm -hmm. um so if you come to me and you just tell me statements about myself yeah or if you keep if you talking at someone that's probably not going to be an effective communication facts right so hey you don't ever do this and yeah. you don't ever do this it could you should probably you know what i'm saying i don't know how to respond to that because now it, i feel attacked now because now the person's going to be on the defensive and yep. you're not going to have a real honest conversation because yeah. the person is going to be holding back because they're afraid of being attacked so, hey, this is how I feel. Tell me what you feel about that statement. Yeah. Um, well, when I do this, this doesn't happen. Tell me, like, you know how they do in interviews? They Facts. Ask, you need to ask an open-ended question. Yep. Don't ask a closed-ended question. That's yeah. something that ends with yes or no. Yep. Ask an open-ended question. That and allows them to give you dialogue and really get into yeah. their bag. And it need to come from a place of love and not yeah. shame, not yeah. disgust, not anger. It needs to come from a place of love if that's important to you don't attack don't attack whatever you're doing whatever you're trying to discuss with the person you with don't attack them don't make them feel bad immediately like right off the cuff you jumping on their neck about what they don't do or what they not doing or what they not providing like relax because the end, at the end of the day man um uh, if i'm having an issue with a woman like this is somebody i care for mm -hmm. like in real life that's somebody i care for so when i approach you about a situation at the end of the day i'm trying to leave you I'm, i want to communicate my true honest feelings yeah but i still want to leave your feelings intact facts because i'm a human yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying and uh, i'm a human and i care about you that like, has to be one of the goals though. i don't want to hurt your feelings it has to be one of the, your goal can't just to be i'm gonna get everything out because yeah. oftentimes that's what happens yeah. you get everything out and that person takes everything in and now they feeling judged or they feeling attacked or they feeling vulnerable or they feeling whatever. And now they're like, oh, and they tight. It, that ain't going to work for nobody. So ultimately, man, if the person you with uh, to the homie that asked this question, if the dude you with isn't satisfying you in a certain area intimately, have that discussion with him. If you had that discussion with him and he's not changing or not trying to change whatever behavior or actions that he's taking. You also got to look within. Yeah. Cause yeah. Because like, it, it, it could be you. It could be you. It it absolutely could be you. Um. 
specifically something that I know about women or women, and this is a fact. A lot of women, specifically when thinking sex, don't reach orgasm because of their mental. They in their head. And a lot of women can't get out of their head enough to relax and let the orgasm come. Uh, again, Ba-doom. pause on the come. Ba-ding, ding, ding. Uh, so just kind of keep that in mind. Like, get out of your head. Like, sex is a place to relax. It's a place to let loose. It's a place to be calm and not necessarily think uh, and be restricted. And sex is more importantly for men and women. It's mental. Like, something I've read about men in men's health a long time ago, like when I was 14, 15, a lot of men that experience certain issues sexually, it's because they're thinking about in a head like, oh, you bust too quick with that girl because all you thinking about is busting this nut because you've been thinking of, you've been fantasizing about that girl for X amount of days or months or years or whatever. Or your thoughts become things. Yeah. yeah. Or you can't get it up. Cause you so you you fuck around and got anxiety, cause you've been stressed about your performance, and now you finally have a chance to perform. You've been talking this shit up for all Woo, these months. You've been telling and now you worry yo, that you're not gonna be able to perform. Babe, when I give you this dick, woo, I'm gonna tear that ass up. And then now she finally bent over with that ass up in the air, and you sitting over there with the gummy worm. Yeah, cause you can't give her that. And here's the thing. I didn't popped off the gummy worm before. Hey, this, hey, shit happens. Sometimes you got to throw the gummy worm in her and just hope that motherfucker turn into the uh, at least a Twizzler, <laughs> at least a Twizzler. <laughs> Every nigga didn't try to finesse that motherfucker. Yo, Every and the, nigga hey, didn't finesse that shit. If bro. you can't throw the gummy worm in her, she not down for you. First yeah, of all, facts. Because no. Cause she gotta let you throw the gummy worm in there. But if you can't, if I if a nigga ain't never tried to do the gummy worm in that bitch, yeah. dog, get away from me. I don't Yo, trust you. First of all, I'm gonna flap the gummy worm on her <laughs> three to seven times, nigga. I'm gonna give her that pop, 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 pop. Oh, and if that gummy worm smacking on that joint, that's and it funny. and I can't get it in there, then whatever. That's my own personal problem. But more importantly, if she like. Discuss it with they're going like, uh, you ain't even no. Let me get the gummy worm in there, and it's gonna come alive. And when it do, we got action. But until it do, let me live. Cause the more yo, ladies, let me give y'all a trick. When a nigga having an issue getting up, don't stress him out. Don't Damn. say no. Does this happen all the time? Like, oh my god, you really can't. You know, I gotta go to work. Or, <laughs> yo, you know what's the worst thing that women say that I don't like? Like when they be, like if they trying to get you here till you get hard and it just ain't working for like a minute, when they be like, "Is it me?" Yes, bitch, it's Fem, you. Shut the fuck up, Fem, Don't ask me if it's you because now I got your stress on me. I was already worried about my life. Nah, nah, nah. She think it's her. Oh, yeah. shit. My whole all my best friends then got murdered this week, and now I got to worry about you not not giving good head. Like I'm having a bad week, dog. Let me live, but just yo, if a nigga hit you with the gummy worm, get that nigga like five minutes, man. Let him get right. He gonna get up. Uh, but more importantly, to the homie that asked that question, man, talk to your dude, holler at him. If hollering at him don't work, if his behavior ain't changed or y'all ain't tried a new. I ain't going to say get out of here because I don't know your relationship. I don't know how long you've been within. rocking. But look within. Make sure it ain't nothing that you could also fix. And I don't know. Depending on the nature of your relationship, I don't know. Try counseling or something, man. I don't like getting into people's bedrooms. I don't like getting into people's finances. So with both of them questions, those touched on things that I don't normally like touching on. Yeah. 
Because I ain't counting your pockets, and I'm also not going to tell you what your dude should be doing in the bedroom. That's between y'all, man. That's personal. That's man and woman. But uh, more importantly, man, let's let's talk about the culture, bro. Let's talk about this last year, man. We are 50 episodes into this week in culture. We are one year to the day. I woke up this morning. I said, dog, what me and Jay going to talk about today, man? And then I looked at my phone. I go to Facebook and I got a memory one year ago today. Y'all posted episode one of this week in culture, July 2nd. It's been a hell of a year, bro. Man, it's been a hell of a year, man. I, I just want to kind of talk about some of the highlights, some of the things that uh that you and I remember, specific episodes, specific moments, just things that you and I have talked about where where we've um sort of put our name on this on this podcast thing, man. Like so for me, uh, I came into this podcast arena as a guest on Shop Talk. I was on there with Jay and Dame. I I had actually been on there a few times before Jay and I started. Uh, before we even hit with the Black Panther joint, um, Jay and Dame welcomed me on Shop Talk, and from from not only my my feature on there, and at the time, like we didn't know each other in yeah, real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, we was like social media. It was friends, just social media, and, and we you, knew we had mutual friends. Yeah, yeah. You was friends with all my friends yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm like, look, let me reach out to the nigga. Yeah, making funny shit online. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and, then, and it was it it was kind of like you know what I'm saying the 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 perfect merge, man. Like uh, I I went on Shop Talk, did that first episode back when y'all was in Royal Oak, mm-hmm. and and it was like it That's was when you first, that was the first yeah that was the first forty man. I yeah. came up there and got dang lifted. Uh, <laughs> it was in that bitch drinking, eating chicken and drinking and drinking beer. forty. That was a long night too. Bro. I'll be honest with you, dog. For a long time, like I would just refuse to ever drink a forty ounce uh, because uh, of the stigma of a forty ounce. Yeah, of a black man uh, holding the forty. I drink two twenty twos before I grab a forty and shit. But like, hey, drink a whole six pack, way more than forty. But you, you know what I'm saying? But hey, it is what it is. And I was like, nigga, why are we in this bitch? And I was like, fresh off a of fast. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> and so what was great? So was I. Uh, and what was crazy? Was the chicken? That was what really made it. I was like, "Oh, we in we this? this all we missing is watermelon." We in this all white establishment. All we missing was watermelon, and, uh, and we in this all white city of Royal Oak. And we was over there, and and it was, it was a fun episode. But the feedback I got from that episode, uh, plus the feedback that I got. So Jay and I, we've discussed on on here before. We would start these discussions about power and about insecure. Those were the first two shows uh, on social media, and they would turn into literally four and five thousand comments of, on Facebook. Yep. On on Facebook, and it was like, fam, I remember thinking like every Sunday, f- every week, it was four and five thousand comments, and it was like every Sunday because you know, uh, power would come on at midnight, and then when insecure would come on, we would just start a Monday one. And it was like, yo, we're getting thousands of people commenting on this thing. And it was a lot of them weren't even people I knew. Like, what's so funny is hey. that uh, it was like a roast session, though. Mm-hmm. Like roasting the, the, the episode. The show and the, and and the characters. Other, and other and people. The, yeah, facts. Remember that one girl? Oh, that one girl got Ooh. toasted. Yo, and then hey. she listens to the show. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. You remember who you are. You got killed. And me and Jay didn't do it. Let me throw that out there. Facts. That was the others. But whoa, you got your head toe off, boy. So, 
we would just fuck around with the with the with the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Sunday or whatever. And it it wasn't like we didn't have a group page. We didn't have it was literally me just posting a status. Like, yo, everybody who's seen power comment and then and it was, was lit. Like, Look, nigga, next year, dog. Yeah, we gotta need to it. have a podcast. And it was like Jay would say that, and people in the in the comments would say, "Yo, we should start something like more official." Some people would say podcast. Some people would be like, "Just start a group page." And it was just like, "All right, well, you know, podcast is the new wave." So, uh, me and Jay, me and Jay discussed it, and they had me on a pod a few times, and then. We started with the Black Panther joint just to kind of put some feelers out there, and here we are a year later, man. And I and I to be honest, I didn't even know I was gonna be on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's real. Like it literally was a ant. You should just do it because I I've anybody that knows me, I see every movie that comes out. Literally, no matter what genre, no matter what audience they're looking for, ant will always be the like the random little red button that's just sitting there looking like loud and obvious like i'm there i don't care if it's the whitest movie i go see every movie every week that i possibly can i watch a lot of television shows like i'm just into media and entertainment mm-hmm. jay is too but we never planned on it being me and jay it was always just going to be me reviewing stuff i was thinking 30 minutes to an hour max and i was just going to talk about whatever came out and get on and then it was like when we did the black panther that shit was 2 hours it was 2 hours and we got great feedback and bro. at that time that was the longest podcast i ever yeah. I, I had ever did yeah. but like this is a lot different than shop talk cuz this is a long format podcast yep. and um and we set the standard for like long content yeah and you know people be tuned in and we'll drop an hour episode of like and nigga what the rest of that what the rest of the pod at and it literally so it's funny too man i i thought about that a few weeks ago we went almost 3 hours and then literally the last 2 weeks we've gone just about 3 hours and i was like dog i wonder if people going to really rock with the whole joints and like niggas hit me they was like like what a uh Dog, what she say? J- the police. Yeah, Holland. Holland. Yeah, she just and shout out. My bad, my bad, my bad. I'm drawing a blank. I'm at the end of this forty, so pardon me. But she was like, "Y'all talk too much," <laughs> but I'm listening though. <laughs> and I've had a lot of people hit me like, "Yo, I had to." It took me a couple days to get through that, but y'all rocked it. And I'm like, "Fam, we are a long form podcast. We do what we do with no restrictions. We get up here and we talking. And whether we reviewing something deep or whether half the shit is us shooting the shit about whatever's going on in the culture, we just trying to get y'all bars, man. Yeah. And uh, I, to see where we've come, because it's funny. So I was going back trying to find like my favorite pods or episodes. Yeah. But in that, I actually did because I got that uh, notification this morning about us doing episode one a year ago. I listened to episode one this morning. And I listen with the intent of, let me see how much we've grown. Let me see how much, you know, we've kind of figured out organization and and how we kind of do it. Bro, we've been rocking at this from day one. We have literally been killing this from day one. Like, the only thing we've added that I noted when I listened this morning was, now we do that first 45 minutes to an hour is about, non-review stuff we didn't have that at the beginning we sort of naturally organically added that in 
Outside of that, no, nah, dog. I mean, we was sitting up in here trying to think of what the name the fucking podcast. Fam, we spent an hour sitting right here in this room <laughs> with drinks trying to figure out what's a name this. And that shit just came like this week in this culture. This week in culture. So, um, and I actually got uh I got some logo ideas too, man. That, that was gonna that, be in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, official logo. I got I got some official logo ideas um just from kind of brainstorming one of my guys. Uh, on on what I wanted it to look like, what I had in my mind, and then sort of he he's a creative dude, artistic dude. So kind of telling him what I had in mind, and then just seeing some of the stuff he drew up, I was like, okay, now I kind of see exactly what I want this to look like. But uh, fam, we've we've gone not only fifty episodes, but we've gone one year to the day with unique content because that was another thing too. Like when you and I first discussed starting this pod and getting it going what really drew me to the idea was and nobody doing this not consistently yeah like yeah there might be like you might have the read discussing insecure every week when insecure go off but insecure only eight episodes so once that eight weeks is up they write back to the normal read no me and jay doing this every week because like I enjoy the conversation. Facts. Like without the podcast shit, like we just be kicking it. Yeah. And have whatever the kickback yeah. is, niggas get in the circle. And that's what it and is. We had that conversation. Yep. And like the the TV shows provide the platform for yep. the conversations about yeah. different things. And they give us the themes. And you know what I'm saying? Like we really do gotta shout out in real life to all of the creators. Facts. And the writers who go in those uh writing rooms and give us the content yeah. that we talk about yeah man uh you know for for all the gripes we might have had about last season of power for all the gripes we might have had about some of the episodes of insecure for all the gripes we might have had even about the shy which we loved um if it weren't for the teams behind those those shows if it weren't for the teams behind a lot of the films that we review we wouldn't be able to come up here and get into the bag that we get into yeah. and we wouldn't be able to give you all the content that we give y'all. And I think that it's, it's beneficial. Like when I was trying to figure out, so I was trying to figure out top three episodes. One of my top three without a doubt is, uh, well, it was the two parter for love is man. That's one of my top three that episodes. Was, that was our first three hour episode. That was our first and we split it because we was like, nah, they're not gonna listen yeah. to two parts. So and it was like, I think it was around like a holiday. So we was it was low key, it might have been around uh Valentine's like Labor Day, Day or, or yeah, because that was earlier this or no, that was late last year. So it might have been around like Labor Day or like close to all I remember is when we did it, we was like, Well, if we split it, now we got two weeks worth of content. Yeah. So we don't gotta record next week. And when we did it, I was like, yo, that was a good conversation and even with us splitting it in two it just felt like because i heard a lot of people say they didn't like the show i heard a lot of people say they wasn't feeling the acting heard a lot of people say they wasn't feeling necessarily the characters and i was like but yo no matter how you felt about the show you gotta feel me and jay conversation because what we're discussing is happening in your life and it's happening in your family life and your friends life and all your closest people like we not just up there discussing nonsense we're talking about stuff that's really going on so with with that episode i've thought about it and i was like man we i, I remember us literally sitting here trying to figure out after we pressed stop and we saw it was over three hours and we was like 
What we gonna do? Yeah, like what we gonna do? How we gonna get this to him? And now I'm looking at it like, man, yo, God bless y'all. We love all our listeners. Y'all gonna get it how we get it. That nigga dropping a three hour podcast two times a week, fam, and getting the most numbers outside of you know the Joe Rogans and some of them, you know, maybe whatever. But it. And Joe Rogan drop a three hour podcast every day, every single day, every and, and I, it be random. And I watch him, I, I listen to it. him, I watch him on YouTube. Joe Rogan's brilliant with but the like, podcast. I enjoy all these random, like I enjoy yeah. this shit. So. But when you thinking, I ain't gonna say I don't like the term urban. When you thinking black podcast, and you go to Joe Button, I listen th- to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a whole lot, but I'm like when I, I when I look at the numbers and I look at who's sort of leading the pack. On the black end of things, it is a Joe Button podcast. Like that's just a fact. Um, a lot of cats have lost their way. Nori and Charlemagne and all like they've kind of lost a little bit of like they still recording. Brilliant idiots is still up there, man. Brilliant idiots is up there, but when I because I listen to I listen to Brilliant Idiots every Thursday or Wednesday. Sometimes they drop a little early. When they drop, I gotta be honest. When I listen, it ain't what it used to be. A lot of it now. Feels like a shtick, and it feels like kind of like mm, they ain't they ain't really they ain't really hitting me like they used to hit me, dog. And it ain't got nothing to do with no other podcast. It's just still like I ain't of, feeling it. Still one of my favorites. I listen to them every week. I listen sure. to it. I love Andrew's perspective. And again, I think Charlemagne is an enigma, dog. Like I really feel like I don't know what it's gonna take or like what it's gonna look like when he capitalizes on his it's coming talent and capitalizes on his position. But when it happens, it's gonna be curtains. It's happening behind the scenes right now. Dog, Charlemagne is 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 different in this media game. And shout out to Charlemagne. Like, but I listen to the and again, uh with Andrew, I listen to that and I'm like, I like Andrew. I think Andrew's funny. Andrew's blowing up right now on the comedy. On the comedies, I've seen Andrew is, in person. Which is bringing people I yeah. wanted to see him. He was in Ann Arbor like last month. Yeah. I didn't get a chance. But uh he's blowing up on the comedy yeah. side. So shout out to both of them. But like um I, when I think back of like episodes and shit that yeah. that, that we've done, uh, I definitely enjoyed the. Uh, I don't know if "enjoyed" is the right word, but um, the R. Kelly episode. That's honestly, and I'm not gonna say that's my favorite. I'm going to say that is our best episode. Someone period. Just, someone just actually, somebody said our last week on um, when they see us. When they see us was the best episode they've heard. I can see far. that. I can see um, that. But everybody got different favorites. Facts. I enjoyed the R. Kelly episode because we got real on there, yeah. but we also got the jokes out. Because yeah, it, you going, it's R. Kelly. You're going to get the yeah. jokes off. Um, I enjoyed that. Like, I don't know which of these episodes a lot of this shit happened on, yeah. but I just know when we started on Power, Power was so fucking... The first four episodes Fam. of Power, because it was trash, like I had legitimate Fam. a better time doing the episode... Than talking about watching the show, than watching the show. So you know what's funny, and it's actually so when I saw that notification the day that it was our one year anniversary, what I saw immediately, like soon as I said, "Oh man, it's our anniversary!" Now we got something to do. My next thought was, "Oh, we've been brilliant with it from the start." Because the name of that episode, episode one of Power, last season, Beats beat by, by Dre, Dre. <laughs> nigga. And if you saw that episode of Power, episode one of whatever, season five of Power, and if you listen to our podcast and you look at that title of that episode, Beat by Dre. And we had a weird title for all of them episodes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and 
I, I really just looked at that and I thought, we've been on it from the rip, dog. Like we didn't waste time. We didn't we didn't give these niggas a lot of fluff. We started killing it with what we do. Now again, we added in the additional social commentary at the we beginning. In the Blackberry letter, we added in the Blackberry letter about a couple months ago. We started throwing them in, um, and we've been shout out to everybody that's ever sent us a Blackberry letter. I don't. I've had people literally say, "I want to send y'all a Blackberry letter, but I want it to be anonymous." And I say, "Y'all, I'm gonna read it anonymously," and people be like, "No, I don't even want you to know that it's me." And I'm like, "All right, well, I don't know how you're gonna get well, that, send that to shit me. to me. I don't know you and, or." Send it to Shop Talk Podcast Studio at gmail.com. Hey, or you know what? Go we, create a catfish page. I you don't know care. what we talked about? And I will I do want, want to know what y'all think about it. Is uh if you want to send a voice note, Facts. Or record your voice and send it yeah. in, we'll play it. Yeah. You can literally record your we never have to say then, your name. You ain't gotta tell me who you are. Then you cause sometimes the tone in which you say certain things or how you explain it. Yeah, matters more yeah. than just the reading it out. Because me reading it, I guarantee you, off top, I'm going to lean toward uh, the man side in it, <laughs> off G, just because I'm a supporter of males. Uh, pause. But <laughs> I just want my niggas to be able to flourish. And more importantly than that, man, we also want to hear from y'all in general, man. Yeah. So then everybody you, that sends a letter. Then you could be on the show. Yeah, you could be a part of the show. We'll play a letter. Also, just man, make sure you could read, though, because a lot of yeah. yeah also, if y'all want to send in any comments um, or whatever, I think yeah. I'm gonna start designating a section um, at the end of each show where yeah. if you want to send a voicemail or a voice note or whatever, we'll just play it 30 seconds. Yeah. Keep it low. 20 seconds. Keep it low. 20 seconds. Whatever you say, it could be some yeah. like, nigga, you was wrong as fuck when y'all said this or. Yeah. Whatever it is, 20 seconds, send that shit in. We play at the end of the show. Like, I had a homie hit me, uh, and they talked about the Blackberry letter that we read last week about <gasps> the- uh, Nigga. Nigga. Yeah. No, nigga. I got somebody. Yeah. In real life. Yeah. Who's doing that? Yeah, that's wild. Who brung they eight-month pregnant girl in here Sunday? Pregnant with somebody else? Baby. Yes. That is wild. And I, I totally forgot about that yeah. shit. And I was like- Oh no! <laughs> I'm like that because that's my man. Yeah, like like that's my man. I'm yeah. like, wow, what are what you doing? Fuck? What is going on here? Yeah, and no, I I had a few people uh, hit me up, but one specifically hit me yesterday and let me know like, yo, like I love that episode. I think y'all did a fantastic job with the review of when they see us. But it was like. I had a couple thoughts on that Blackberry letter, though, and, you know, they they let me know their thoughts, and that sort of thing, it's like, yo, send that to, here's one thing about me and Jay, man, whether it's criticism, whether it's, uh, I'm wrong a lot, here's, I don't have a problem with being wrong, that's a fact, number one, number two, we admittedly are wrong a lot, <laughs> to Jay's point, I'm wrong a lot, Um, and number three, I just want to have a conversation. Thanks. And that's the whole reason that we do this podcast is to have a conversation with y'all. Uh, shout out to Holland. She always sends, literally, she sends us every week. Like, yo, I wish y'all had a live call in because I'd be listening and want to call in and say something about yeah. something y'all say. And I'm like, even though that's not necessarily how we're set up, that's one of the things that we're doing this for is to feel like y'all having dialogue with me and Jay. Because sometimes, uh, I mean, some of y'all know me uh, personally, and mm -hmm. some people know me from Shop Talk. Like, I 
don't got to necessarily agree with the side of the argument that facts, I'm on. Facts. But I believe me personally, I believe that both sides of any argument needs a valid yeah. air to put both of those out in an equal and opposite uh whatever and then you can make a decision or whatever. So yeah. like if you got a uh if you got the opposite of my opinion, I want to I want to present it. Yeah. Cuz I want everybody I want I think every argument needs to have a for, a yeah, yeah, and a, a counter argument. Yeah. Man. And and again, man, I'm not opposed to being wrong. I'm not opposed to somebody challenging me and telling me, "Yo, I hear you, but here's what's actually going yeah, on. Or here's this way. Yeah. And, or if nothing else, even if, cause a lot of conversations, what I've noticed, a lot of convos aren't even a right and wrong. There is no right. And there is no wrong. A lot of it is opinion. And a lot of it a is subjective. And, and when is that subjection and when is that nuance? It's, well, show me your point of view. So I can at least understand it, even if I never agree with it. I want to at least understand where you come from. I want to be able to empathize with it. So yep. when I see it, I yeah. do- I know how to react. I can acknowledge it I and I can react responsibly. What not to say, like, okay, well, this, if, all right, now I'm empathetic to this point of view. Yep. So how I handle the situation in the future, Facts. whether I handle it the way that you want me to or not, I'll handle it differently because now I know how to react to um, another point of view. So Yeah, man, but I just, I think that over the last year, you know, we've given you all a ton of content. We've given you all 50 weeks. Uh, literally, it's kind of funny 52 weeks in a year, we can get y'all 50. I literally, I remember the weeks that we missed. That was back when I was in Toronto for the summer last year. We missed a couple of weeks during that because I just couldn't get back to Michigan. But for the most part, we here every week, man. And, and with me and Jay here, it don't matter what, it don't matter whether it's a show out or not or a movie out or not that the culture is on. We're going to find something. We'll throw in a throwback review. We gave y'all one of my favorite episodes. It wasn't in my top three, but definitely one of my top five. That Love Jones episode. Mm. We gave y'all bars on that whole episode. Stuff like that. Like when it's nothing going on in the culture on the review end of things, film or television, we going to figure it out because it's a lot of things. And one of my top three is our higher learning episode. Shout to yeah. John Singleton. Rest in peace to my dog. When me and you go back and review, do a throwback review, we're not only doing a throwback review on something that's classic among black people, but we're also going back and reviewing something that was never given us just due back then. Also, um, I'm 37 years old. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So Facts. what I listened to and what I watched, everybody who listened to this is some of y'all younger. Like, yeah. You may not have ever yeah. seen this movie. Yeah. And this is the gym that you need to go back. Like, I wonder. Yeah. Because I hear from conversations like, I don't watch this show, but I started watching it because I wanted to hear what y'all was talking about or I wanted to be in the know. Yeah. Um, that's the same thing with movies as well. Like, yeah. some of these movies you need to go back and revisit because though you may not have seen it when it first released and it has a different cultural yeah. impact now, Higher Learning was before its time. I had a few people tell me I've never seen Higher Learning before in my life till y'all reviewed it. And then I went and watched it. It's an excellent fucking movie. And niggas was like, fam, you can't tell. I One of my homegirls specifically said, you can't tell me that movie wasn't made in like 2018. Like it's, it's before. It's so far ahead of its time. Or the time is still still so long that it's relevant in both. You Talk know what I'm saying? Because it. it was clearly Talk about it. relevant then because they made it then. But like, yeah. it's like the, the eyes yeah. and the access to all this information is higher now. Yeah. Because um, I, I watched it because, and I knew about all the movies coming up because my mom worked at JLB. Yeah. So back in the day, you had to do the old school promo. 
actors to come in town, hold a movie review, and we got the tickets to all this joint. So I yeah. saw all the movies and talked to the actors and directors and broke everything down. But like, that's a very unique perspective. Facts. What no other kids in my class Facts. going to see? They weren't all able the to do that. Yeah, they, they ain't see, had that access. They didn't see Trespass. They didn't yeah. see all these other movies. I did. Shout so Cuban them. So I had a little different view of movies, and I've always been interested in the movie. Yeah. And because I talked to or sat in the audience while the director was talking how they made it and some of the actors. Yeah. I always wanted to, I always had an affinity uh, for it or whatever. But like. See, for me, I've always been in the movies, television, like I always thought it was cool. But after um, anybody listening to the show knows about my dad's accident, man, after his car accident. So my dad had a really bad short-term memory after his accident. And after that happened, when he first came home, a lot of time he would watch movies, but because of his poor short-term memory, he might go to the bathroom halfway during a movie and then come back and be like, what he, he might be like, yo, let's start this movie over again. And I'll be like, fam, we watched half of it. Like we in the middle. And he'd be like, I don't remember. 51st Dates, Adam yeah. Sandler. No, literally, that was, living with my dad was legit 51st Dates, uh, watching a lot of movies. The movie that he watched the most all time back in 98, 99 was Menace to Society. We would rewatch Menace, legit. Like, my dad, we could watch, I don't remember the exact count, but let's say Menace is two hours long. We could watch one hour and 55 minutes of Menace. If my dad went to go use the bathroom at 155 and came back, he would be like, Let's start this over because I don't remember watching it. And like, so I started to learn not necessarily how to enjoy movies because I always love movies, but I started to learn okay, if you have to watch a movie again, figure out what to pull from it. It's more I, than what do I focus on now? What do I draw from this? And that's kind of so I, I tell Jay all the time, we've talked about this before. Anytime we review in a show, The Shy, for instance, always watch twice. I watch once for my enjoyment. And once for notes for our podcast. I typically watch twice. The first time I typically watch on my phone. Yeah. Because I be either here in the yeah, studio or something yeah. like that. And then when I make it to the crib, I watch it on my on the tele on the big yeah. TV. You know what I'm saying? So I can have a um a different experience than anything that I missed. Yeah. Um you know, I, I, I can pick up. Um uh, but you know what's one what's your favorite movie? Uh, favorite or movie all name time. Name me of a favorite because it's the Goodfellas. Favorite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, that's a great movie. I, I literally can watch Goodfellas. No, you can't do a review on a three-hour movie. That should be ten hours. No, that'd be <laughs> that'd be crazy. Uh, like one of my favorite movies is Groundhog Day. Respect. Like respect. Anytime that Shutter shit Bill is Murray. on. Um, like that movie is so deep. Like I think we yeah. can review Groundhog Day. Because I'm sure a lot of you have never seen it. Because, Facts. like, why would you watch Groundhog Day? Uh, 80s white movie. You know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah. that movie is so fucking deep. And I don't think people realize how deep it is. Did you ever see it's a Jim Carrey movie? It's literally one of my favorite movies of all time. And, like, ten people saw it. Uh, it's called Eternal, Su- Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Never heard of it. So it came out in maybe 04. But the movie is basically about Jim Carrey and I think Kate Winslet is the actress that plays his wife. All the time. Or a girlfriend. And they're in a relationship. And basically they break up and both of them have a procedure done to their brain where they remove all the memories of them in a relationship. So they take out all the memories. And then long story short, 
they still meet each other later in life and fall right back in love. Mm. You have zero memory of this person. You had been in this long. So when they broke up, they were so depressed and so fucked up. It was like, yo, I I don't want to think about this person no more. Why did they do that? Why they break up? No, why did they do that shit with their memory? Because they broke up? Because I don't want to think about you no more. Because I'm depressed and I'm sad. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So we broken up. I literally can't think about you no more. I'm done. I don't want to fuck you. And then life still brought y'all back together at a certain point. Interesting. And y'all fell right back in love the exact same way y'all had however many years prior to that when you tried to erase your memory of that person. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, but it's a brilliant movie, bro. Text me that name later. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back and watch Fem, it. It's, it's so deep, but to your point of Groundhog's Day, the concept of it, because with Groundhog's Day, you're repeating the same day over and over and over. I got so much I got so much content for Groundhog's Day. Yeah. I mean, from religious yeah. stuff to, yeah. to, to, to spiritual to like, like bars. It's bars all day. Um, also, people, uh, if there are some old movies that you may like or that you yeah. may enjoy that you would like us to review or touch base on it, go ahead and email Shop Talk Podcast Studio Facts. at gmail.com. And uh, put this week in culture in the subject, and uh, we'll we'll if it works, it works. If it fits, we'll, we can do it. So, again, shout to Netflix and shout to Shorty because she actually tagged me in it. She said, "Yo, here's a throwback review for y'all. Thin line between love and hate. That could be next week. That could be the week. Like we we I already. Random, know. I randomly watched that shit recently. So, Thin Line is in my top ten movies of all time." I think it's brilliant. I think Martin was in a completely different bag. Like he was in his Martin TV show bag where it was Martin like. Martin was high as hell in some of them scenes. Eyes, facts. You can see it in his eyes. Puffy, like something was going on. Nigga, his eyes was crossed. Was this around the time that Martin. Yes. This was in that same year that Martin got arrested some, for that yeah, shit. Something was definitely going on with Martin. He was too famous. He had too much money. He was in LA. He was kind of. Buying into the vices that L.A. might have bought a, a rich black dude into back in the day. Um, but Thin Line, we always talk about our belly reviews. Shout out to Cheyenne. Shout out to uh, Dame. to Dame. That's something we could get into. Like We have these little off weeks between now and Snowfall. Where we definitely doing a snow call, a snowfall recap, yeah, and expectations episode, yeah. Y'all gonna get a snowfall recap and expectations no matter what, because that's here's the thing. I don't care because a lot of people have told me I don't watch Snowfall. You should you missing out. First of all, you're missing out. Season one, just like I told Jay right on this podcast, power through some of them episodes because some of them feel a when little. When you said that, I thought they was going. They was better than what I was yeah, expecting. Yeah, some of them felt slow compared to other themes within like, season one. Because also, you was waiting a week to watch it. I'm and watching them back to back. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Saying? Facts, so facts. That's, that that takes. Yeah, because I watch it real time. You watch it later. Um, but power through season one because what I will say, season two of Snowfall is one of the best seasons of any show I've ever seen ever. I tell you why, fam. Season two was perfect. So we sat down with Freeway Ricky Ross. Facts. Um, who is who is Franklin in real life shout to shop talk getting busy though with the interviews um and he told us about the show before it came out yeah and how they yeah. stole his life and and all other stuff and so I didn't watch it off GP because like y'all doing my man wrong yeah and um but I'm sorry Rick <laughs> I ended up watching it <laughs> like 
and it's like excellent. You know what I'm Damn. saying? Now I'm a fan, and now I can't not watch it and shit. You know they asked they asked him how he felt about um, John Singleton passing. Rick, yeah, mm, what did he, say? he was like, I don't feel nothing. <laughs> you know what though? That don't surprise me only because what what, what Freeway went through in life. Him feeling something for one man that depicted something about his life that didn't. This whole, the whole everything. Yeah. This is my 100%. But who story. didn't fully involve him and didn't fully consult him. You took my life, but then at a certain point, I was no longer involved. You know what? I don't feel nothing. But God bless him. Yeah. It's all respect. That's a weird question. Respect to the dead, but. He's like, nigga, rob me. You make millions off me. Yeah. But uh, rest in peace, John Singleton, and, and shout out to Freeway Ricky Ross. But just that sort of thing, man. Like if if y'all don't watch Snowfall, same way people told me. I had so many people who told me I listen every week and I don't watch The Shy. But y'all tell me everything I need to know yeah. about The Shy, fam. That's all we need. Because if me and Jay are giving you enough of a recap that you don't even feel the need to watch the show you telling us that we doing our job man so shout to y'all and shout to us because we we doing what we need to do and i used to feel differently about dude because we break when we break the show we go like damn near scene by scene yeah yeah. but then but then when it like and i realized that there are people who listen to this and do not watch the show facts then like you don't get the full experience you don't know yeah it don't work kind of yeah, so. And I mean, again, to the point we made earlier about some people feeling like, yo, all right, now I'm going to watch when they see us because of y'all, uh, y'all review. Sometimes us breaking it down scene by scene and getting into the depth that we get into, a lot of people feel drawn to watch it. Like, yo, you know what? I'm going to go check that out now. Or y'all made the shy sound so lit or power sound so lit or insecure sound so lit. I'm going to go watch that episode. Or I'm gonna, Like one of my dogs, I know for a fact, he told me season one, I hate insecure. That was his words. I hate insecure. I don't want to watch it. But when we started recording season three, he watched every week. And he was like, dog. He literally used to text me every week, like, "Yo, like it's, it's, it's it's damn near impossible for you not to like Snowfall." Like, let, let's let's be real. Snowfall is giving you, yo. First of all, don't tell me how much of a real nigga you are, and how much of a hood nigga you are, and how much of a fam. Snow. If you can't stay entertained by what's going on in Snowfall, because I, the the writing is so good that you are drawn into the characters. Yeah, you are drawn and into it, Franklin. How do you not fam, like Franklin again? Where, How do you I, not like his auntie and be like you know what I'm saying? Like season two was perfect for ten episodes. I literally felt like how I felt when I used to watch The Wire, or how I felt when I used to watch Breaking Bad, Breaking or Bad, or how I felt when I used to watch Oz, or how I used to feel when I was watching any of these like fantastic, wonderful, well written, like acclaimed shows, bro. West, Westworld on HBO. Shout out to Westworld. No, I don't. When that come back? I'm in the summertime. Okay. Or no, I think it moved it to like the fall. In the fall. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know that I've seen a better written show. Yeah, because, Westworld is crazy because the level of detail that ne- that needs to be put into that show and then into the is layered. I don't think I've seen a better show. And then Jeffrey Wright. I mean, yeah, Jeffrey Wright is a whole different type of underrated OG and shout out to us reviewing OG on HBO. That's that's the type of shit that I'm talking about from earlier. First time felon 
is one of my favorite fucking movies. It's wow. an HBO movie. What they know about it. And we got the review first What time they know family. about it. Like, nigga, we would. What they know about we it. We would kill first time. What they family. know about it. We reviewing first time felon. Let's family. get into it. So we got first time felon. We got thin line. Uh, we got, we got stuff. I want to review dead presidents. We can get into dead presidents. That's the thing, yo. I know we on the throwback to we promise y'all a lot. And, and we only get y'all like two or three. <laughs> uh, so our bad. But. There are movies that me and Jay have literally held in high regard for years before we even knew one another. And then once we linked, we happened to realize that these are movies we both had in common. We both, Dead Presidents, one of our all-time favorite movies. Personally, I think that's a top three Dead or Alive soundtrack. That soundtrack is so, so I'm, I'm, I'm real big on score, right? Yeah. Like the score of a film should capture what the theme and what the, the tone of the film should feel like. Facts. Their president's score and having that Isaac Hayes backdrop was so thorough, dog. Like it was one of them like, yo, all right, this is a moment. Like having walk on by playing when it was playing, having Al Green playing when Chris Tucker OD. Like these was moments in that film that was like, yo, this film. I don't know if y'all can hear this, but it's Ooh. thundering like a motherfucker outside. I yeah, had it's to going open, crazy. I had to look open the blind so I can see what the fuck is going on outside. Yeah, man. So uh real quick, what you got up for the fourth? Uh I gotta work till four. Decent. Um, and then after that, I'm 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 on the boat. I feel it. Uh, I'm a barbecue that morning. Gotta go to uh one of my girls' little family things that evening. So during the day, I don't want to do nothing. Like I'm not doing nothing. Like I'm literally planning on. Like at work, I'm. I I, I hope yeah, at work that it's not busy. Yeah, yeah. I'll be the nigga that take all the escalate. You know, what I'm yeah. Saying? When somebody anything that come up. It's coming to Jay. I'm getting yelled at. Yeah. But other than that, I hope I don't do nothing. I, we need. I need to. I need to. I need to watch a movie though. Yeah. Um. Even right now, I'm about to go uh, watch episode three of Euphoria. Um, I'm about to check out Euphoria. Dog. Yo. So it's again to my point earlier. It's different. Like it's. I respect writing that makes me think about stuff that I had not previously thought about. Don't give me the same typical. Black narrative, don't give me the same typical high school narrative. Don't give me, give me something new and give it to me with a new face. And I feel like with Zendaya, because she's such a fresh face and such a like, you're used to her in more uh, PG 13 type roles. Yeah. This is a very. She's in Spider Man, right? Yep. She plays, and again, she in high school in that. But in this. How old is she in real life? 22. I literally looked this up last night because mm. me and my man was talking about it. And I was like, this is a wild role for her. She's 22. That's a grown woman. Um, I don't. Watching Euphoria through these first couple episodes and uh, preparing to watch episode three. I'm very much so respecting what Zendaya does, but I'm also respecting whoever's writing this show because it's just giving me a feel like, whoa, this is new. I respect anything that gives me a different vibe. With um with uh uh what do we review? Love is. Love is as relatable as it was and as much as me and Jay gave you all 3 hours of content based solely on how much we related to them themes, it was new to see that on screen with two black people. Felt so refreshing, dog. Oh, you know how many the whole Mara Brock I, I kill. Yo, you know what? I'm tagging Mara Brock I kill in every single podcast. I had we've a ever conversation done. with somebody last night about like why, like 
why they just remove old boy and just keep going? But she was like, it could have been some contractual shit where he could not be available. But fam, he was the executive producer. For those who don't know what executive producer means, essentially that means one of two things. You either provided money to fund the film or you're a friend or acquaintance or a colleague of somebody who funded the film and they threw your name on there so you could profit from the film. Executive producer don't mean much else. Like you didn't direct it. You didn't necessarily make a lot of decisions. Producers make decisions. Directors make decisions. EPs are a name. Depending on what? Depending on, fam, you were her husband. And I know that with her doing a show about y'all's relationship, I'm certain you were involved in the depiction. But ultimately, I really don't see why they couldn't have removed him from the show. Because that shit went away. And let the show continue. That shit went away. I mean, like the, the yeah. quote unquote scam. First off, don't nobody know y'all. Like fam, y'all, first of all, and no disrespect to uh, Salim. People know Mara Brock I kill if they know either of y'all. If they know either of y'all, they know Mara. And if they now, know Mara. he is more out here currently because he got Black Lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but fam, she did Frasier. She did Girlfriends. These was big shows. Frasier more on an international scope. Girlfriends more on a black scope. That was Mara. That wasn't Salim or Salam or whatever. But, uh. Yeah, I'm very upset that that show is gone, but because I really feel like it was a way to navigate around that controversy. But, but uh, what we got coming up on the docket soon is um, Snowfall. Snowfall definitely followed by Power. Yo, Power is coming back in August. A couple people hit me and said, "Yo, when y'all doing Power?" And I was like, "When it comes back, nigga, I don't have nothing for you." Uh, TF. <laughs> yo, and don't DM me no more. But um. <laughs> nigga literally asked me that I was like what you want and here's the thing we're gonna give y'all a snowfall recap we're gonna give y'all a power recap and with power we're gonna be able to recap the five previous seasons because just the final season allegedly um so we're gonna give you all that but we got those on the docket power in August snowfall coming up in I believe two weeks it's like July 10th is when it premieres. so in a week uh, we got about a week to get to Snowfall. And if you haven't watched Snowfall, get caught up. If you haven't watched Power, get caught up. Like, I wouldn't tell you to watch this shit if it wasn't fire. Fam, because here's the thing. We've reviewed stuff up here that I wouldn't say, like, you got to watch. This put shit. it in your mental Rolodex to go check out. But no, like your we, life, your life not going to change if you don't see my fam. It really ain't. <laughs> your life ain't going to change if you don't see that Tika Sumter movie with Omari Hardwick. Yeah. Which was an eye movie, dog. I mean, we reviewed that. I forgot about that shit. We dog. gave that. That was actually a good movie for what we do. That was a good episode. Because it gave us conversation. I was mad how they had Tiffany, dog. Yeah, yeah. We wasn't digging how they did Tiffany Addish. But we wouldn't tell you. Like, I just said Snowfall Season 2 is one of the best seasons of anything I've ever watched. That means go watch that. Because if you even, like, because I understand. I told Jay before he even got into Snowfall. Season one will have moments where it's slow and it don't feel like they stick into what they need to stick to. And it's going to feel like they're dragging a little Only bit. Only when they got to that Mexican shit. That Mexican plot was a little loose. Because my man, what he not, he not the best actor. The the big, the big wrestling nigga. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, man, let me rephrase that because I don't want to take any credit for yeah, him as an actor. That's not the best storyline. Yeah, that storyline, his character that he yeah, plays yeah. on that one is not the most. But season two, 
every single plot, the Mexican plot, the CIA plot, and the Franklin plot, they came together in a way that was beautiful. So get to that because we on this next week. Um, we're going to give you all that recap and we're going to give you that review. We got power coming up. We're going to actually have snowfall overlap a little bit of power. So that's in the pipeline. We got a few throwback reviews coming for y'all. We might even give y'all some reviews on some HBO stuff that y'all never saw. Bottom line is we one year into this game. We got a lot of content for y'all. We got a lot of things that me and Jay have discussed behind the scenes that we want to give to y'all. That now we feel like, you know what? Our audience will appreciate this. Our audience will respect it. They'll get it. They'll understand it. So it's some stuff coming up that... Even if you ain't necessarily a fan of that, if y'all a fan of this weekend culture, y'all gonna rock with no matter what, man. So all I want to say is, man, Jay, appreciate you and Dame for having me on, for even getting started with y'all. Appreciate you for joining me on this because now that I think about it, 50 episodes later, I wouldn't have been doing this alone no matter what. But to have my dog with me, to have my bro with me, and and to be able to come together and really put something together with a dude that I know is just a pa- as passionate about this media shit as I am, it made it a lot different. Uh, it made it a better experience for me. We appreciate the listeners. I will say, though, man, being in podcasting um, and seeing so many different podcasts and yeah. being this, doing this shit for, I've been podcasting for over three years now. Yeah. Um, the level, I mean, Shop Talk has been out for a long time, three years versus a year. The level of engagement and the number of listens and the number of email contacts and yeah. information that's sent out, like in the first year and the first yeah. six to eight months of a podcast, I'm just kind of blown away. Yeah. You know what I mean? It took us a minute to get rolling with Shop Talk. Yeah. 2016 podcast wasn't really like a thing like that yet. Yeah. But um I just been kind of blown away yeah. with the, the the reception, the DMs I get, the emails I get. Like I see everything. Yeah. Uh I try to respond to everything, but I run like five different Yeah, facts. <laughs> That's real. Pages and That's shit. real. But like uh like in real life it's really like we really do put in some work yeah. for y'all because I want y'all I mean I like to have a conversation because I, we can bounce off ideas but like the level of engagement has been kind of crazy you know what I'm saying for the first yeah. year so like I already know what year two yeah. and ultimately once we wind up on a big screen or a small screen whatever y'all know that y'all was rocking with us from day one and we love and we appreciate you yeah man and uh last thing I want to say so I'm not one I'm not one to focus on the negative right I usually try to make sure that I stick to whatever positive, uh, uh, I guess, whatever positive energy that I that I can grab onto. Right. And like it was a minute when we first started doing the pod, where naturally I had a human moment, man, and I was like, "Dog, you know, we used to go, we used to get thousands of comments, and now we, you know, we barely getting hundreds of of." streams and of listens and of subscribers and and it was kind of throwing me off because i'm like dog i literally these was five six thousand comments every week yeah literally and and i i was like dog we ain't getting five six thousand listens every week and that when we first was recording it kind of threw me off, man. And I, I ain't going to lie. I was mad at a lot of people, like not specific people, but yeah, just, yeah. yo, I know you probably ain't listening because you, we only got so many listens. 
And so if it wasn't you, it was somebody that looked like you that's telling me they my man <laughs> yeah. or they my homegirl and they not rocking. And I used to like, we used to come in here. I never said it, but like we used to come in here and I used to be real irritated, man. Like, dog, we recording this and niggas ain't rocking with us, dog. And then I started rethinking and sort of getting back to my, my normal frame of mind, man. Like everybody who listen, whether we get one listener, whether we get a million listeners, I appreciate them, dog, because... It's a time commitment, man. It's a time commitment. It's two and three hours out of your life. And it's two and three hours out of me and Jay life where we come up here to record it. So when I think about y'all listening to it and the benefit me and Jay get, we at least get to participate in it. We we're we're taking place and taking part in this conversation. Y'all are listening to our convo. Y'all point of view and your perspective isn't even getting out there to the masses on what me and him are talking about. So I had to reframe how I was thinking about it, man. And I just really want to say everybody who listens, everybody who texts Jay and I, who emails Jay and I, who DMs Jay and I, if y'all DM in our personal pages or the This Week in Culture pages, whatever y'all doing, the Twitter page, however y'all communicating with us about this podcast, I really just want to say thank y'all, man. Because without y'all... We wouldn't have even committed to this for the last year. We wouldn't be nearly as excited as we are about the next year that we have coming up. And without y'all, honestly, this podcast would serve no purpose. Y'all gave us a lot of reason to get up here and to get into the the different bags that we get into. And y'all keep us going, man. Y'all keep the conversations happening, and we really appreciate it. And you kind of made it, uh, even though, like, y'all voice is, like, is there, but y'all kind of made it like a safe place. Yeah, because facts. we'll have a conversation and then we'll hear comments and be like, "All right, I wasn't tripping." Or, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, I, facts. I, I felt that way too. Yeah. So you've actually played a part in making this feel yeah. like a safe place. Yeah. Where you can have a conversation about something that, all right, maybe we don't agree with this. Maybe yeah. I don't know how to feel with this, but we can talk it out over yeah. the, over the podcast or whatever. And, and that's the thing, like even, uh, you know, a few weeks ago before we talked about when they see us, a lot of people was kind of at our neck like, yo, I don't really like the the quick comments y'all gave yeah. on the thing. And, and it was like, yo, we ain't even watched each other. Let us get into it before we really give you all our dialogue. But just to just to let y'all know, man, we appreciate y'all being patient with us. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. We appreciate y'all listening and uh, and giving us commentary and giving us, you know, feedback on what we're doing up here. We trying our best when it's serious topics and when the shit that's really going on when they see us R. Kelly whatever the case we trying our best to handle that responsibly when it's stuff that gives us maybe a little bit more of a lighter dialogue the insecure the powers whatever we trying our best to do that and still respect the creative vision of the people putting that out there you know we we really rock with Issa up here we really rock with Lena Waithe up here Courtney from Power and etc cetera, etc cetera. so we trying our best to give y'all our opinions but never like ruin or or disrupt the creative uh energy that you know the people are giving us uh when they put out these tv shows and these movies so ultimately man we really appreciate everybody who's who's listening everybody who's reposting everybody who's sharing everybody who's texting dm and whatever y'all doing to let us know that y'all rock with us we appreciate it whether it's one of y'all whether it's one million of y'all y'all are me and Jay's favorite people, dog. Y'all gave this a platform. We don't have a platform. Y'all are the platform. Y'all right. gave us a platform to be able to come up here every Tuesday and give y'all this and release it Wednesday and and really let y'all get these bars. So for 50 episodes, I didn't set it, but but it's most important today. 
I'm Ant. That's Jay. This Week in Culture, episode 50, one-year anniversary. God bless y'all. Be prepared for more. We out. Peace.